video don't start until after the song goes. Yeah. But all this, the people that stream it, they hear all this. <laughs> so they hear the back and forth. <sighs> y'all ready? Y'all ready. I know y'all ready. Let's do it. Yeah, man, get it together, man. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. 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 VIP coming live from the VIP. Heard the nightlife, lost life. What that mean? Most feds in the state wanna see my knee. The whole city got pissed. Heard he got three. That other nigga got a hip and shout it. He not out. Who set the city on fire? Soon as he got free, the king back now. Hold on, he ain't know how to act now. Hit the club, strippers getting naked before I sat down. Still ball, the money stacked tall the shack now. Still push a button to let the roof on the lag down. I'm on the road doing shows, put my Mac down. Mississippi to Philly, Albuquerque to Chat Town. I got the crowd yelling. Bring him out, bring him out. I'm a hot girl yelling. Bring him out, bring him out. All the dope boys yelling. Bring him out, bring him out. Front the back, they yelling. Bring him out, bring him out. We back, we back. Episode 33 of the Black Visionary Podcast. The big host, Star Dishes here, you feel me? Uh, <laughs> oh, the Swanee back here. To, back to this. Come on, man, I'm just saying. Back you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, man. It's your boy, Real Black. The go to the gun channels, man. No member to the pod. Hey, Star here. <laughs> they probably gonna hear you. you gotta get i was close enough sir i don't know oh. star here thanks for having me oh uh, see you got the beef already on here <laughs> all right i'm finna get disrespectful in this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> all right man how, how, what y'all been up to man this week man what's been man, going on with forget y'all? all of that <laughs> well, they want to hear what happened no. we'll we get back to us what happened to you what's been going on in your life and what are you talking about man and what, what happened man how's work Hold on, I gotta play that one. I gotta play that again, man. One more time. All right, I'm finna get disrespectful in this motherfucker. All right, let me tell y'all the story happened. Right, I gotta take my glasses off for this. I'm waiting too. <laughs> Go to work Tuesday, like any other day. You know what I'm saying? Just doing my job. This old racist white guy that worked there, man. He don't like black. He don't like Mexicans. He don't like nobody. So I'm just chilling, doing my job. You know what I'm saying? Then I go on lunch break. I come back. I turned the machine down, you know what I'm saying? I had a better idea. That ain't important. But the important part is we got into it. We arguing back and forth. I'm like, hey, bro, can you leave me alone, man? No, you got to do this. You got to do that. I'm like, bro, leave me alone. He just kept going. Why don't you go down there and do something? I'm like, no, I don't want to go down there. I'm doing my job down here. He said, oh, you don't want to do it? I said, bro, leave me the fuck alone. Or you're done. You're done. Go. I said, you can't make me quit or you can't fire me over that. He said, oh, you don't want to leave? I said, bro, leave me the fuck alone. Just leave me the fuck alone. You always come down here picking with me, bothering me, blah, 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 blah. This motherfucker called the police on me. What? Called the police. I'm like, oh, man. This, he's serious. He was serious. He called the police. Police came up there. Everybody out there, they're like, well, he called the police. Why is he calling the police? That's fucked up, man. What? You finna say something? That's suspicious. Oh, I got you. Right here. Don't even worry about it. So I got to upgrade. That is so suspicious. So, uh, <laughs> so police come up there. All right, come on, come with me. I'm like, damn, I can't even explain what's going on. He like, no, you come outside and talk about it. So they escort me. He like the dude just staring. He just staring at me like this right here, just looking at me. I said, bro, what the fuck you looking at? Cause the police right here, like you supposed to be scary or something. I'm like, bro, nobody worried about you. 
So he walked out. He walking behind us the whole time. He walking out. I'm like, look, at, he trying to be childish right now, following us out and stuff. Like, who does that? So we go out there. The police got my side of the story. I'm just like, man, the dude just bothering me. He won't leave me the fuck alone. I'm trying to do my job. And he was like, well, he didn't say you threatened him or was aggressive in any kind of way, but he just wants you to leave today. But he went and told the front office and the general manager, I threatened him and all kind of other shit. And then HR ended up calling me the next day because they told him to come in the next day. He was like, yeah, he said, um, you're not, he's not your boss. Rick is not your boss. You go fuck yourself. I just started laughing at that point. I'm like, I had never said go fuck yourself a damn life. Don't you sound like some shit I say. But see, long story short, like, well, it was still a long story, but <laughs> I had to come back in Thursday. We had to have a meeting or whatever. So we discussing everything that was going on. I was just like, bro, he wanted yes, man. Cause like we, we got to argue like four times before. He basically told me he wanted to come in to work, don't talk at all, and just work. And whenever he tell me to do something, just do it. I'm like, I'm not like that. You can't, I'm not a robot. You're not going to just make me come into work and never do anything else. I'm like, that's not how shit works. He was like, well, everybody else out there don't have a problem with it. I said, I'm not everybody else. I'm like, I was asking a lot of questions. I want to get into all the extra details. I was asking a, a lot of questions. The general manager was like, he got valid questions here. Because I wrote everything down the night before. So like, I already know what I'm going to ask. He like, he got valid questions. You're not answering anything. <laughs> but they won't let him go. So he's still there. I'm still there. A lot of people, including him, told me I should quit. And I got like two people saying, no, you should you should stay there. He obviously can't get you fired. And if you quit, he wins. So I was like, yeah. And then like to be more on a on a morbid side, I'm like, he got cancer. I'm just ready for him to die. So oh, shit. I'm like, I could just wait it out. <laughs> After hearing your story, I give the police officers a big fat D. You out here watching the uh, asset, what is it called? Fucking damn, what's the name of that shit? I I give you. A good A minus. <laughs> Why get a minus? <laughs> what the fuck I do wrong? Cause you should have quit. <laughs> nah, man, I don't think you should have quit. I said what you should have done was either went to the lawyer, see if you had a case, get you one of the. You know, it, it could be a lawyer. It's a lot of lawyers out there that only you only have to pay them if you win. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you. Or you, you could call them lawyers and just see if you got a case and they won't charge you anything, you know, with that too. So yeah. And then the advice that you take from them, you could take it back and be like, yo, I talked to my lawyer, I'm finna sue. Yeah. Like that changed their whole mindset. You could have had I mean, I feel like I don't know. This is just how this is just how I feel. Like he probably would have been out of there if you would have threatened, you know, hey GM, look, I do I wanna talk to all y'all right here, right now. Like whoever important, get them in here, the GM, the manager. The, the the assistant super secretary of the GM of the manager, like, I want to talk to him and then got the dude in there. Hey, look, I'm putting a big fat-ass lawsuit of, on, on y'all head if he ain't out of here by tomorrow. <laughs> like, I already talked to the lawyers. They said we got a case. You, you could have got, you could have got. They probably want to care. Trust me. Man, probably not, but then in that case, you know what I'm saying, you go ahead and do whatever yeah, you did. That, like, I got a question. What are you, what were y'all to each other? Just coworkers? He supposed to be the lead, but they hired me to be the lead. But for some reason, they won't make me a lead until I go to second shift, which I don't want to go to second shift. So it's basically like, like I said in the beat, I'm like, I'm stuck under him when y'all hired me to be the lead. But they, man, they gave this dude superpowers or something I heard. Like, how you a lead, but you got all this power to do literally anything you want to. Like, you go in over anybody's head. You do, you doing everything. Shit don't make any sense. But like, Every single person out there has made a report on him. Every person. When they when HR called and got each everybody um, side of the story of what happened, everybody said he was racist. They don't care. They literally do not Sound care. Sound like a lawsuit to me. I'm with you. 
Man, ain't gonna give up. They, they, they sound like a good lawsuit. Yeah, like my second week there, they got he got every Mexican that worked there fired. This is crazy. This one man got all this yeah. power. Yeah, that don't sound right. I agree with Kanye. <laughs> you need to stop. No one man should have not that man. Come I'm on, dead. Man. Y'all, wrong, wrong <laughs> quote. No one man should have all that power. I give him a big fat. What's below F? A Z. Sam get a Z minus. Yeah, he trying to like, come. He trying to come in and be all nice to me and shit. Now I'm like, bro, I still don't fuck with you. Nah, man, you don't. You don't. When you call the police, man. Exactly. When you call the police, make sure it's a fucking emergency. Right. Don't call the police because you want to get somebody escorted off the premises or whatever. And if if they not a harm to you, if you not went to the proper channels or whatever, like you don't have the ability to fire somebody. Then you need to take that up with the people who do and get him fired the proper way. Go to HR, whoever you need to go to. But if you fire somebody and they tell you you're not gonna fire me, you're not supposed to call the police first. <laughs> they said that he had the power to fire me, but he just didn't. I guess I don't know. They must have told him they strongly suggested not to fire me. They're like, well, we we hired you because your leadership skills. Like we can see it out here. Like all the time you guys are getting into it. You know you have good ideas, but you know he's just the one in charge right now. I'm like, this is stupid. You still work there? Yeah, then he don't got the power to fire you. That's what I said. I keep saying it, but like, if 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 you still there after he fired you and you there, <laughs> he, he don't have the power to fire you. Like, I think I don't know. It's just it's just crazy. Like I've never been nowhere where nobody likes this one person. He fucking up everything, but they just keep him. They're like he got so much experience, and they just want that asset there. I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, D E and I diversity, equity, and inclusion is the bane. Of existence for all corporations because of all the stuff that happens, right? So, um, if I were you, I highly encourage you to take that a, a level up because Kyle's and Karen's can absolutely be fired, even when they think they have the power. They don't. Right yeah. now, right now is the time. Right now is the time for you to really build your case, especially yeah. you. What you said, the key phrase you said was even the HR people said he's racist. Do you know what how bad that is for the company? Uh, well, the, no, everybody was telling HR that he was racist, yeah. but he was like, "I'm not racist. I can take a polygraph right now." <laughs> that that <laughs> lets me know you're racist. Why are you going so hard? Um, <laughs> yeah, no. And I'm the only right now. I'm the only black person that work over there. Everybody else is white except for one other person. You have like the more and more you talk about this, the more and more you're building a case for yourself. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, hmm. That's you. That's you. Whatever you want to do. I mean, yeah. sometimes we do things for principle instead of money. In this case, I think you can have both. And also what I said was a reflection of the energy you called me with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you was ready to go ham. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? With that energy, I'm like, them your only two options. If you, yeah. I mean, I knew once you cooled down, you'd be able to keep working there and all of that stuff like that. But I mean, I know with the energy you was giving me. If I had that type of energy towards you, I would have slapped him. Hey, point blank, period. <laughs> I know, I know, I've done it. So I can't, I can't give you anything. I can't sit up here and tell you, oh man, you know, just suck it up. Because yeah. I wouldn't have. Like, I'm going to give you some advice I wouldn't take. Like, no, nah, I, I would. Even if I didn't talk to a lawyer, I'd go in there and lie my ass off. Yo, he said I got 80 cases. I could get you, you, you. I just, <laughs> <laughs> like, I would. Bruh. Yeah, they had to call my bluff because uh, that I don't know. Like I said, man, playing with the police is a dangerous game. Whether you like the police or you don't, or you respect them, 
know what I'm saying? You have admiration for them, like whatever the case is. Yeah. That's a dangerous game. Even police will tell you that. Yeah. Like, don't call us unless yeah. it's necessary. To be fair to them, like, us. even though he can't, I don't know what he told them because they came in kind of, it was, it was three police trucks. One of them came in kind of like, you know what I'm saying, stern, but then we got outside and talked. He was like, man, I don't know why he called us. This was a waste of our time. He was like, man, it ain't that big of a deal, man. You could just, I just suggest you go home today and just come back tomorrow because he ain't have no reason to call us. But shit, I don't know, man. Privilege. Privilege is why he called them. And and it, it's even more frustrating to me because of that privilege. He's blind to the danger that he put you in. Exactly. He don't he don't see that. And, and that's the part and that's the part he needs to be held accountable for. Yeah. And if we keep just sucking it up, then nobody's gonna learn. And and it's at this point at the state of the United States, right? We're we're shifting into where it is white minority. Which it always has been if you look at the world, right? White people are the minority. But you see a lot of ignorant people yeah. like this man. They, they're grasping at straws. They don't know what to do. And that privilege makes them feel entitled to power that they don't really have. Yeah. And it takes the rest of us to really stand up for ourselves and say, hey, your privilege is showing. Sit down and shut the fuck up. Yeah, And, and see, with that, that's why I like... I say the last three jobs I've been on, I've made it more a point to like express shit that I'm like I don't like or have a problem with, but it don't work when I'm the only person that's doing it. It makes it seem like I'm a problem or whatever. So, or like he go around bragging, I got this person fired, I got this person demoted. That's why I'm saying he got so much power and nobody can do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Like we can all complain, but if the upper ups love him, ain't no point. And I'm gonna give you a company that you work for. I'm gonna get him an F. <laughs> exactly. They y'all deserve an F. Big F. I'm telling you, if you get any type of like, um, any type of lawyer that's yeah. equipped in any DEI or civil rights, they will eat that company up, eat them up real quick. See, but what they tell you? Hold on, my bad. How many words? What they tell you? Oh man, well you know we need him too. Yeah. Like he got experience, he got knowledge, bro. You can get that experience, that knowledge anywhere. Yeah, cause then and let me and he was like, oh, we he brought structure that we never had. We got jobs that we got on out on time, and all that. But it's like y'all didn't have anybody out there besides one person working. You know what I'm saying? And he was the programmer, so now y'all got more people in there. That's easy to get the structure and all that shit. Cause he got hired a month before me, so it's just crazy. Like me, him got into it because I asked somebody else for help and not him. He was like, you're going over my head. You're you're messing with the hierarchy. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> that. Listen, y'all need a you need to tell your HR they need to hire a business consultant firm to come in and do like DE and I training. Yeah, because his leadership style sounds terrible too. Like yeah, that's what I told them. I told them that the more you go into this, the deeper you get (laughs) rooted into white privilege. I told them that. I'm like, I told I told the plant manager that and him. I'm like, man, you suck at your job. You don't know how to talk to people. And like the uh, one of the women in the front, she like we we hired him to be more of an asshole type to get a light a fire on everybody. I said. That's not how it works. I'm like, no. you're not going to get the best out of people working out here with that. See, the, pro- the problem is with that, and a lot of jobs think that that's a, um, an option. Like, it's not because you're dealing with a bunch of grown people. Exactly. We're not children. This ain't no damn football team. We're not going out to win the state championship. Like, you talk to people, you never know what they got going on at home. You never know. This person is different from this person. And everybody is going to be more, you know, positive reacting to you know, positive, yeah. posi- positivity, yeah, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want you coming up 
yelling at them or, or trying to be firm on my knock, bro. No, yeah. like it don't matter what kind of mood I'm in. If I'm in a good mood, you're gonna fuck me on my mood up. If I'm in yeah. a bad mood, you're gonna get choked. And like the plant manager, like, oh, maybe, maybe it's you need a little bit more direction. You know, I'm like, no, I don't need direction. I just need him to be respectful. <laughs> That's it right there. So there's evidence out that proves when it comes to leadership styles, the most successful leaders are those that um, use trust based models. Yeah. Those trust based models where the relationship with the um, the other employees or their reportees are that's the root of the relationship. Yeah. That's how you get people to be more productive. Yeah, you can get, I mean, just basically go with the old ass saying, you, you know what I'm saying? You can attract a lot more flies with sugar, I mean, with honey than you can with salt. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm trying to tell this dude. I never man. heard that saying. <coughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what we're trying to tell the dude. I'm like, man, he don't know how to be a leader. I'm like, if you want to be a good leader, you want me to stay at five o'clock or come in on Saturday. I'm like, be more respectful. I'm like, I, always, I told him, I told him to his face why I got a problem. I'm like, I don't like you and I don't respect you. So when you ask me to stay over, I don't go because I don't like you. You don't know how to talk to people. And I'm like, bro, like, you got to give the illusion a choice. Of course, it's my job to do such and such. But like, hey, can you do this for me? You know what I'm saying? Of course, I can't. I can say no, but I can't because it's my job. But if you give me the illusion, like, I got a choice, like, oh, yeah, I do it. You know what I'm saying? He don't, he don't understand that type of shit. Yeah. Like, you you could tell he don't. And that's, that's what I tell people going in. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I think everybody approaching any type of job, if you're doing an interview, they're going to ask you, do you have any questions, any concerns? When you when you when you get to that state, you have to make sure you sit down and you say, "Yes, I need you to talk to me like an understanding and comprehensive adult. Like you're not gonna sit here and talk to me like a child, and for me to respond like yeah. I'm, you know, running up after you, like, no, nah, I'm not yeah. gonna do that. Like you gonna like like you just like literally like you just said, if you give me the option of choice or make me feel like I got the choice, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm gonna respond better to it." Yeah. I, mean, I don't even I don't even care about the option of choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I when I go in or whatever, I'm like, I know the consequences. I know what I'm signing on to. You know what I'm saying? Like I know what I have going on. You can you can't tell me to do shit in this place. You can say, This is our options. You can do this job, you can do this, you can you can scrub the toilets, you can put this part together, or you can go home and I'm gonna choose. You can scrub the toilets or you can go home. I'm not scrubbing no motherfucking toilet. <laughs> I'm yeah, out. Yeah. I'm, I'm walking away. Like it's not. It's not that deep. So for you to tell, you're not. And so ain't, and ain't nobody finna be like, yeah, just scrub the toilet, bro. Like, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like it's not fucking happening. So yeah, like people need to understand that. Like, and then now, now we living in a time where. People are are hearing these stories from other people. Like it used to be isolated. Everybody didn't get, you know, connections from people around the world. With social media, you hear stories like this. Like you understand, like, you know what I'm saying, the differences. You see you like a Karen, you know what I'm saying, on Wal at Walmart arguing with the employee. You see this shit everywhere all the time yeah. now. So now we more aware of it. So we're not gonna just suppress the way we feel or whatever when we've already seen, you know, this, this, that on on social media or whatever the case is. So yeah, when 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 shit like that, people are now more standing up and like, fuck this job. Like I will slap the shit out of you. Like it's not it, people are less and less and less loyal to people who aren't loyal to them, and that's a positive thing, man. Yeah, me and my dad had a conversation all the time about me quitting jobs all the time. I'm like, man, look, <laughs> I'm not gonna stay somewhere. Or I don't like, but like the people out there, like man, you like the job. I'm like, yeah, because everybody asks the same question. Like, and he's the only the only thing you hate about this job. I'm like, yep. Go go talk to Rick. Go talk to Rick. 
I'm like, y'all all talked to Rick already, and it didn't do nothing. What's the point of me going to talk to him? And he was like, well, whether you quit or not, at least you go over there and talk to Rick to let him know that he's the problem, like we all done. So if people keep leaving, they'll see that he's the problem. I'm like, man, I'll go do it, but Who was Rick? that's the over the whole giant. Oh, yeah, I would have been talking to Rick. I didn't talk to him like three times. I would have talked to him. I would talk to him every day. Still same. Ain't nothing changed. Uh, he'd be like, oh, I hear you. I hear you. Um, is it a communication issue? I get on his That's nerves. That's all he say. <laughs> I get on his nerves. He be he will walk me out. <laughs> it be, they be like lunchtime. Hey, Rick, ain't nothing changed, dog. He's still the same <laughs> way. You you ain't just hear what he said. You ain't heard the story about what he said. I mean, I'll be, I'll be on his care. They love I would this man. Care. I would be on his neck. He's, uh, be on his neck. But you know, that's the difference in the generations, right? Yeah, I know. Is that us younger generations? We're not going to sit around and be mistreated yeah. for what? We got. There's plenty of opportunities. I got options. Yeah, because he like he got to be like sixty, pushing seventy. Yeah, because them older generations, they would stay with a company for 40, 50 years. Yeah, and be happy about it, bragging. Well, I don't know if they was happy. Because <laughs> if you talk to a lot of them, they're miserable. They're like yeah, setting well, their ways. And he they definitely all, set his ways. And they and they always say things like what he said earlier, just suck it up and, yeah. and push through and all that. No, I, I don't have to do that. For what? He happy there because we got into it um like two weeks ago. I was like, bro, nobody wants to be at work. He said, who don't want to be at work? Oh, we getting we getting money here. We getting paid. We get a check. I'm like, nah, bro, that's not it. He oh, he talk about yeah. I'm going home. You know, I got to think about more stuff for the job and how I can. I'm like, I'm not going home. Think about this place. Once I leave, I I quit until I come back Monday. But you you know, as you tell the story, um, it makes me think like, can you? It, people wonder. People wonder when stupid stuff happens, like horrific stuff, like people pull up to a gas station and shoot people and do all these crazy things. They wonder. What could be going on in this person's yeah. life that make them do some shit like yeah. my lead calling the cops on me for no fucking reason? Yeah, like you just snap one day, like, and that's what I be trying to tell people. They be want to like bring up like mass shooting and stuff like that. I'm like, it's usually people who just snap, like you push them to the edge and like they just snap. It's regular people, like that guy who killed them people in uh, what was that Pennsylvania when it was snowing? He was complaining about some fucking snow being on on his lawn or some shit like that. Dude just shot him. He like he just snapped. I'm like. That's how it be for everyday people, man. Motherfuckers just get on their nerves and pick and pick and pick, and the motherfuckers just can't take that shit no more. And it, it breaks them. Yeah. Like, I seen that. And when the police, like, I seen the whole video. I watched it like three or four times. I couldn't stop watching it, even though it was repulsive. It was crazy. Um, when the police got there, he had killed himself. Like, that's how you knew. that that That's the icing on the cake. Like, that's how you knew that he was over this shit. Yeah. And you just never know what a person going through. Like, stop pushing people. Stop. If 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 you can't be heard in this tone, then there's nothing left for you to say. If can't nobody hear you in it with your inside voices, there's no conversation to be had. Nobody's will. They're not willing to listen. Then now you need to go through the proper channels. All right, you know what I'm saying. Call you while you at the crib. Now, all right. Now stay home. Like I'm pretty sure he if if he really wanted to. If you really want to fire you or whatever, if he called you and told you to stay home, he'd be more likely to get a response to tell you just go home in the middle yeah, of your yeah. shift. Like you'd be like, well, you know, he'd be like, I talked to Rick. You know what I'm saying? This ain't working out. You know what I'm saying? You're fired. Stay home. Well, he was like in the meeting, like, oh, um, I asked him to bring you back. I'm like, man, cut that shit out. They went for to fire me anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, it's that's crazy. Yeah, man, I don't know what to do. Like, on one hand, and I kind of just, like, I'm, like, two semesters from getting my associates. I just want to stick it out. 
And then, you know, so I don't, I don't want to have to quit and then be like, oh, well, you got this gap between your resume and all this other shit. And now I got way more responsibilities. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, just do it again. But mental health is very important, mental and emotional well-being, right? And, I mean, obviously this this guy, this lead needs it too. But you got to you gotta take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I don't recommend ever just quitting nowhere unless it's like just the be all end all. I ain't gonna lie, I would have quit. I would have quit right then and there as soon as he as soon as I seen the police, I would have quit. Cause they would I would I would actually got really fired because I would smack the shit out of him. I would probably went to jail. <clears throat> yeah, man. Actually I would have smacked the shit out of him. I would have been outside waiting on the cops. <laughs> I would have smacked the shit out of him. As soon as he came back to you and said the cops on the way, oh for real? Yeah. It's a wrap. Oh, I, oh yeah, come on. Go go ahead. Man, I might have, might have killed that dude. He ain't got like he got like eight teeth in his mouth and shit. He limp already. Yeah. I'm like, man, any any little thing could probably ruin this man. It's fucking that. That slap wouldn't have killed him. Would have made him wish he was dead. The way I wanted to slap him, yeah, he would have been dead. I'm telling. You would have punched him. <laughs> I did more than that, man. I wanted to fight that man. So I wanted to. I ain't even gonna say what I want to do to that dude. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got something y'all got something that was my little my little day at work yeah man everybody gets a, a d a minus and an f a z minus <laughs> just to be clear f. his a minus is because he didn't slap him. His, his a minus is yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's because he didn't <laughs> quit or slap him or hire a lawyer <laughs> like that 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 has to occur the lawyer, I I vote one for one lawyer. of the three. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I can't tell nobody how to choose. You know, what I'm saying I ain't saying you did just the wrong thing. I wouldn't be giving you a if I think you did the wrong thing. I mean, killing them definitely wouldn't have been the right, the right thing. You would have got an F. <laughs> <laughs> you would have got an F on that part, but you know what I'm saying. Like he definitely he he definitely could have had a little sunburn in one spot. You know. But you know, whooping that ass would have been good in the moment, but the consequences that would have strung along after that would not have been okay. He would have got fired in a misdemeanor. <laughs> yeah, it could affect uh, a lot more. You talking did. about school, new jobs, a whole. Yeah, he nine. probably would have probably pushed the full amount of charges on me, mm-hmm. and they probably would have backed him too. And then you would, and then can you imagine what the cops would have been on at that point, though? He would have been. I would have been outside waiting on them already, so they wouldn't have been mm-hmm. able to. Pull up and shoot me. They already got me in the back of the car. If they killed me, then it's unjustified. Marching the streets. <laughs> they, they said marching I'm the streets. I'm going to lose your life over this, man. Come on. <laughs> I ain't definitely ain't going to lose my life. I told you. I'm going to jail happily. <laughs> I'm saying that the cops showed up and was doing some dumb shit, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it could have been justified for sure, but not. My thing, I, I get not that. worth it. I get that, but. If, did the cops show up and do something crazy, crazy when they pulled up then? Uh. So if you would have slapped them and been outside, you <laughs> <laughs> would have been outside already. It ain't like he would have called him back and been like, oh, and he slapped me. And if he did, shit, you already outside. <laughs> they, they pull up, they gonna pull up with the guns, draw it, you outside with no, with no weapons or nothing like that. You going to jail after you slap him probably, even though, you know, I didn't. Oh, and he slapped me. <laughs> <laughs> I, sla- I slapped my supervisor at the job. I muffed my supervisor's face and I choked an employee. Like I actually slapped the CEO of a marketing firm I worked for in 2012. See, look at that. Look at y'all trying to encourage violence. <laughs> I, hey, I'm, I'm not, not encouraging, encouraging anything. <laughs> not encouraging it. Because my my situation could have became really, really bad. 
But the guy was so embarrassed that I hit him. He, he fell to the floor. It was two people that witnessed. I don't know what came over me other than my childhood. My childhood yeah. rolled up in this professional setting, and um, I couldn't help it. Slapped that man right across his face. So he was so shocked. He fell back. He fell backwards. Like, did you hit me? I said, I'll leave right now, sir. Just packed up all my shit and went. I didn't know if I was gonna have a job the next day. I came in the office the next day. He said. We're just not going to tell anybody you did this, but you need to start looking for a new a new role. I said, okay. Yeah, I, I don't. Violent people. I don't believe. I don't. Well, I'm gonna say I don't believe in violence because I love violence. I mean, in in a, in a right setting, in a perfect place. Like I, I watch the UFC. I watch boxing. There's tons of violence, but I think sometimes the the correct response is violence. Like people tell you, people will sit here and tell you all day it's not, but then. Like, the government will tell you, oh, yeah, violence is not the answer, and then go bomb a country. Like, the fuck is that? The, the police will tell you, yeah, violence is not the answer, and then go shoot the shit out of somebody. What the fuck is that? Like, No, it, I, I agree with you, because if you think about us, we're, we're actually animals, right? Absolutely. And so, and so the best way to process well, something. I'm the same animal, but a different beast. There you go. What the fuck does that mean, Coach Brian? <laughs> <laughs> that was a hot line. <laughs> No, but that's the best way for us to actually re- process and release emotions and anger and all, all of the things that we consider low vibrations, phys- a physical exertion. That's a good thing. And so it's probably why, you know, dynasties lasted as long as they did. Everybody was into martial arts and gladiator type shit. I mean. When the- we created guns is when it got bad. Nah. <laughs> I know he was gonna say something. <laughs> yeah. Nah, guns were amazing. They still amazing. No, yeah. that's what takes it to violence, for real. Like that's the difference between a healthy, functional way oh, of man. processing something to go into violence. What? Guns, because guns are good for hunting and very like survival yeah. things, right? But when you're using them against another human being, just off some cap. Or whatever it is, like that's my op. I'm gonna just shoot him, knock well, him well, dead. No, well, that's crime. You know, we don't. That's violence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, I'm, you know, I that's mean, war. War is, you know, like we just gonna show up and bomb this country. Yeah. Why? Because we can and we got these weapons. That's yeah. That's violence. We could just we could just uh, duke it out, like you were saying. We could just drop a hundred thousand. I Would agree. You, yeah, they I'm with that. Fight. A pap out, a pap out fist. Yeah, <laughs> hundred thousand men against another hundred thousand men. We can video record it. Last man standing is hey, the winner. So, yeah. like, I actually before he says, I actually got that. I'm like, how can we curb gun violence? I was thinking about that. So I'm like, man, we just get all the people that got beef, gangs, and just let them fight each other. Yeah, I mean. Shit, I'll fight. I'll hop right in the ring. I'll, I mean, I'll you, you already know how I feel about that. I don't think gun violence is that bad. Like. Gun violence, come on, bro. It's not. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Let me hear it. It's not. Yeah, I can tell he's getting excited. About yeah, it. yeah, let's hear this. It's not that he's bad. Like, like y'all, y'all talk about it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not that bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, what do you mean it's not that bad? I think gang violence is that bad. I think um, robbery is that bad. I don't think gun violence is, is the biggest issue we have in this country. Even though everybody touts gun violence every time something happens with a gun, like, well, I can I can understand you saying it's not the biggest issue, but it's definitely a big issue. But what is gun violence? Gun violence is where there's weapons being used against innocent people or people that are not um, equipped themselves to to shoot back, such as all these babies in these schools. But. See, there's the problem with that. Most gun violence, like, okay, so there, there's 
60,000 gun violence incidents in the United States per year. 65% of that. I think that number is way higher. Let me Google it. 65% of that is suicides. She said, let me Google. <laughs> let, me, let me Google it. So there's, yeah, there's, there's literally... Um, fourteen thousand homicides. There's literally fourteen thousand homicides in the United States per year, and that's not and that's not exclusively hands and feet. You know, trucks, <laughs> cars, gun violence is just a, a, a all encompassing band aid that they just put on top of all the problems in the world that that occur with a gun. Like school shootings are one of the most rarest things to occur in this country. I mean, like, it's less than 1% of homicides are school shootings. Less than 1% of homicides are public mass shootings, active shootings, like at a mall or a church. Like, that shit is so fucking rare. It's just every time that it happens, it's publicized. Yeah. It's politicized. Like, everybody's on both sides talking about what do we do to curb it. And, I mean, there's simple answers to curb it. One, combat mental health. Get these kids some, you know, uh, somebody to talk to, therapy, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, other people, like, if, I, 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 don't, I don't agree with red, law, red flag laws at all. But if you see one of your people is, is struggling, you can tell the people around you are struggling. Like, people actually tell you that they're struggling. And some people would just be like, oh, it can't be that bad. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 it ain't too much, like. You, you know when the people around you are struggling or have changed or made a change in appearance. Like, it's your, it's, your, it's your responsibility to approach that person and try to seek as much help for them as possible. I mean, you, I know you can only understand or comprehend as much as they'll allow you, allow you to be in, but what you can't do is get that person's space because they're not, you know, being comprehensive or, or answering all your questions. You just got to keep at it. Eventually, people will see that you're being genuine about what you're going about, and they'll open up to you. Like, I think a lot of people uh, fail their family members, fail these shooters, fail these, you know, people or whatever. Like, these these angsty-ass children that shoot schools up, it's signs all over the fucking wall. They being bullied. Like, people don't, oh, man, he was a monster. He would, you, after they, after they do the crime, then they want to paint them up and down as, like, they were always evil. Like, they used to kill bunnies and shit. Everybody's not like that. Everybody that's committed crimes, atrocities like that were just regular people who, was bullied in school or like you just said a few minutes ago, who was got they both, you know, calling the cops on them at, at the job or whatever, you know, like these, them dudes back in the nineties, they used to go postal. Like they were being mistreated in the post office system. This is well documented. So this shit don't just like come out of nowhere when people commit these atrocities. Don't get me wrong. They are atrocities. They are the worst of the worst. Some of the worst of the worst things that can happen to people. Like, but there's many ways to, Fix it, to help it, to put a Band-Aid over it that actually works, to do some, you know, surgery for the heart, the mind, the everything. Like, these people can be healed. We just don't want to do it. We just want to say, oh, gun violence, let's take away the guns. Or, you know what I'm saying, let's make the gun laws more strict. Instead of actually, like, cleaning up the problem. Like, if you go in your bathroom and your toilet is leaking all over the floor, are you going to keep mopping it up? Is this rhetorical? I'm, no, are, I mean, are you going to keep mopping it up? Hell no. <laughs> You're going to fix the toilet, right? Yeah. Exactly. See, that's that's the problem. The gun, the gun violence, or whatever the case is, 
instead of the government or the politics or, you know, police or whoever's in charge or whoever can do something about it. They don't want to fucking fix the toilet. They want to mop the fucking water up and keep talking about it. That fucking toilet study fucking leaking. Like fix the fucking toilet. Get these people some help. Stop fucking ignoring people that are clearly crying out for help. Like everybody keeps on talking about gun violence, gun violence, gun violence. Again, all of most of the gun violence in the world, in the United States, not in the world, are suicides. Like 65% of gun violence cases are suicides. There are 14,000 on average, 14,000, 15,000 homicides per year. And that's not even including, that's not just, just guns. That's knives, cars, hands and feet. That's everything. Like, and then it's less than 1% of people shooting up schools, churches, you know, all of these public situations like that again. So it's, it's not, it's not as, it's not the, it's, it is a very big problem. Like, of course, nobody want, even if the person is one person, we want to stop that. We don't want one person to die from random shooting. But again, the way you stop that isn't, oh, gun violence. No, you address that person. You address these people, you address these outcasts, these people who don't fit in. Like you tell them, you know, you put your arms around them. You tell them that they have a place in society. Like that's the way we fix this issue. Like, but they don't want to do that. Why don't they want to do that? Because it can help them with their agenda. Hell, I'm I'm, I'm going to just say it. The Democrats literally say every time there's a gun situation, they literally say a, a good you, you can look it up. The Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, all these uh, don't let a good massacre go to waste. Who the fuck says shit like that? So what they do that for is they press gun violence. They pre- they use these situations to talk as talking points about gun violence so they can put more restrictions on guns. Why do they want to put more restrictions on guns? So they can put more restrictions on people. Less guns for the citizens mean less freedom and peace for the people. They can control people more. That's, that's what that's about. Jump in? Yeah. But my Cause, bad. Because <laughs> you just got on a soapbox right there. <laughs> um, so you said a lot. Uh, I'm going to try to be pointed. First, I want to go back to the beginning of what you were saying in that everybody is unique. And a lot of times people that end up snapping and doing some really terrible shit, they just needed help. They they really did. So I agree with that. Um, I think my I don't agree with that. Um, there's few and far in between gun violence. I think a lot of things do not make national news or even local news. And people just aren't aware people out here every day dying by guns every single day, kids, old people, you know, everybody. And that's the part that saddens me. So I think I like your analogy with the toilet because I do think that there should be reform. I don't think that we should do away with guns. They they offer protection when needed. And if you're a functional, healthy person, you absolutely can have your right to bear arms. So I think we need to just come up with a, a reform of where the gun, in order to get a gun, you have to have complete some type of mental health evaluation, emotional health evaluation, and maybe go like how we go back for our driver's license every five years or so. Maybe you have to do that every five years or so um, to keep your gun registered and, and licensed or whatever. My issue in Texas is that guns have more rights than my vagina. Like right now today, like guns have, they have more rights than I do. And I just think that there's a lot that needs to be reformed in not just our state, but the whole United States so that things can make sense. But I'm going to tell you why it's not going to happen. 
It's not going to happen because the powers that be cannot control us. Like that's where you were going with this right at the end, right? They cannot control us and keep us their sheep and enslaved to their system of the United States. If we actually have rights and we do reform things where they make sense, they want us out here killing ourselves. They want these babies dying. They want all the old people to die out. You know, like I have theories that I think about the bacteria and the viruses that are out here right now and how they keep popping up. If you really look at who's benefiting from all of this, all of it, including guns, it's the top 1%. Those families are, their reach goes into everything. So all that to just say guns aren't necessarily bad, but they definitely do bad things when the people who are holding them are not functional. See that, and that's and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I don't want to trade over into conspiracies unless we like make that a topic or whatever. I because I get I get into the one percent <laughs> conversation too, but I mean, I just want to keep it on the conversation because everybody's not going to go there. Everybody's not going to be willing to listen to that because you know some people will hear that and then it'd be like either it scares them and they don't want to hear it no more, or you know they that's bullshit. You sound dumb and then tune out. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't really want to, unless we make it a topic and go into that, I, I can, I can talk to you about that. But I mean, I, I definitely understand where you're coming from. Um, one thing I heard you say is guns have more rights. The thing is guns don't have any rights. Gun people have rights. We have rights as American citizens. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that gun, guns don't have guns are inanimate objects. So they have rights, especially in Texas. I mean, what what rights do guns have, though? Guns have the right to exist and be wherever they want with anybody that they want to. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's not it's not okay. But that's not like uh, everything has a right to exist if it exists. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the law of nature. But <clears throat> there's already it's it's hard to come up with a thing to say. Oh man, the only thing that you could do to I don't know, make guns safer, blah, 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 that hasn't already been done is literally push a button and make all the guns disappear. Like, the only way, because everything that you said is already a thing. Like, except for the car thing where you said we have to retake. I haven't taken, uh, 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 when the last time you took a, uh, what you call for a driver's test? The first time I did it, <laughs> when I was like seventeen. But they make you go back and do the eye test and stuff every. So- I haven't know? done any I of that, did that. Since, <laughs> since I was sixteen years old. Maybe, maybe that's a Texas. Thing. Uh, yeah, I haven't been here long enough. To I, me neither. Yeah, I mean, I've lived in Illinois. Neither one of us from here. Yeah, I lived in Illinois, Missouri, Tennessee, and Texas. And since I was sixteen, I've never taken eye exam. I just sent a little paper in. They go up there, or either go up there or do it online. Like I haven't given, I've given one driver's test, which I almost failed by two points. The, D- <laughs> the DMV is failing in all of those states. <clears throat> so, I mean, including, yeah, I mean, I've never, no, I mean, you get, you get points taken. I mean, you get points taken off your, your system. You get points taken off your license or whatever. And they'll just take those away. But people drive without license all the time. So mm-hmm. I was literally just saying at them earlier today, like people drive without license all the time and cars, it's a privilege, not a right. And you don't have to take a test to, to buy a car. Nobody has to have a driver's license to buy a car. You don't even have to have insurance to buy a car. So, I mean, if cars and guns, or if we have, if we go to entertain that and put them in the same atmosphere, like 
You don't have to have a license to buy a car. You don't have to have a license to buy a gun. Cars kill more people than guns every year, every day. Cars kill more people than guns. Every year, cars kill more people than guns. Like, whether that's an angry person driving into a crowd of people, just happened two weeks ago, just happened last week. Um, I just seen three videos of it uh, between the entire month of September. Hey, remember I told you, I'm like, bro, for some reason, I just be saying videos, people getting ran over now. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It's crazy. But... Nobody says take the cars away or ban the cars or put more restrictions on cars. Like it's because everybody understands cars aren't killing people. People in cars are killing people. Guns are the only conversation that we're willing to have to blame the guns instead of people. It's like it's like I said before in the past when when we talk about guns, if something bad happens, we we put all the focus on the gun. Like if I take a gun, allegedly, I mean, uh, you know, in a in a <clears throat> metaphorical world, if I take a gun and go shoot a bunch of random people, I, the guns are bad. It's a bad gun. Like you know, guns should be banned. If a police, if I become a police and I take a gun and go save a hundred people, I'm the greatest police ever. Give me a purple heart. You know, I saved a bunch of kids. You know, whatever. I'm a hero. Not the guns a hero. The gun didn't save a hundred people. But only in the bad scenarios do we villainize the guns, but we make the people the heroes in the good scenarios. When if you have a case by case where one person is good and one person is bad with a gun and this person is two people, one of them kills two people and the police pulls up and kills both those two people. Four people was killed in this situation, correct? The gun is going to be villainized for killing two people, but the the police officer is going to be heroed for killing two people like. It, it, I mean, it never stacks up in favor of a gun when it comes to being a hero versus yeah. being a villain. And we had the conversation before, like, the same thing, it never happens with knives either. Yeah, it, nobody, we, we, you, well, we, people, people are always like, oh, man, cars have a practical source. It gets us from point A to point B. Knives have a practical source. It, we, it help us cook in the kitchen. Well, guns have a practical source. Like, they, you use them for hunting. You use them for recreational use. It's the same Thing with everything well knives aren't designed to kill knives were designed to kill <laughs> we just you know use them for different stuff now cars were definitely not designed to kill but they do efficiently all the time so let's unpack, let's unpack that though a little bit because if we look at how like with through socialization how we're brought up right how we're taught about things What's the odds that a young person, you know, under the age of 10 is going to go hop in a car and run somebody over? Most likely they're not going to because, A, they were taught that they're not old enough or big enough to operate a vehicle. Right. And B, it would probably be really hard for them to to try to do that. But when you look at knives or guns or any other type of protection or something that you could use in combat, those are intriguing and they're more accessible to younger people. Uh, um, before you finish that, how you just said we teach them not to do such and such with a car. We don't have that same for guns and knives. Exactly. And so that's why I'm saying. Let's unpack this. Like that's, that's all I'm talking about. I'm not saying that these objects are bad and they should go away. Right. Yeah. What I'm saying is that we, as a society, we, as people need to come together and align our, our um, process, our approach to these items. Especially if we want to see change, if we want to see them used in the appropriate ways and not against each other or in violent ways, then we have to do better. We, ha we, we as people just have to be more healthy and more functional and really started at a super young age. 
that's all. Yeah, I mean, and I get I, I get everything that you're saying. I understand where you're coming from, from the heart. I understand where you're coming from, from the mind. But um, the, the the thing is with, with that situation, what you just said, too, is it's still not the guns. It's the culture because mm-hmm. nobody's saying, I get what you're saying. You you know, you don't put a gun. If you put a gun in, t- if, if somebody approach a gun, a, a 10-year-old with a gun and say, hey, be a part of this gang, let's go shoot the ops. Like, yeah, they're going to probably go do it. But that's because that's the culture that is built around guns. Like, but I guarantee you, if you take the teenagers and say, you know, if you want to be in this gang, you have to get in your car, turn your headlights off and drive at night. And then if somebody blink their headlights on, you run headfirst into them. They're going to fucking do it. It's the same thing. We just don't have that same type of culture. Like, it, it 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 you can weaponize anything that you get your hands on. Like if you wanted to, you could kill me with this soda bottle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I could. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's just oh, damn. I just called it a soda. Look, you yeah, really so look. That. You knew. It's you knew. A, it's That's a soda. It's a soda. It's a soda. Ginger ale. You know what I'm saying? Ginger ale is a soda. Go ahead. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like I think again. I think it's the culture. I mean, I, I really feel like we should. As a society, as a country, we should stop, excuse me, demonizing a tool and focus more on teaching yeah. what not to do and what to do in these situations. Like, again, like I said before, uh, I won't you know, open that can of worms and go back into that again. I feel like those people that are, you know, like you said, people are different, but that's why we should all give everybody a one-on-one situation. Like, there's nothing wrong. If I see my nephew, right, and... He just looks mad and he's feeling like he always angry. I need to try to get him some help. Mm-hmm. That should be my number one goal. Like with yeah. my with all my free time, I need to go over to his house, sit down with yeah, him, yeah, talk to him, that, buy him a PlayStation thing. Five. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that be the main thing. Like we teach kids, oh stop, stop. You know what I'm saying? Especially with men or boys or whatever. Oh, suck it up. You know what I'm saying? Men don't do this, do that. Like I'm trying to get into like now instead of. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say his name. Instead of him crying or whatever, talk to me. What's why why are you feeling this way? Learn how to process your emotions and be able to express them and tell me, you know, because I didn't have that. It was just I was just angry and if I was mad, I was just gonna do something. Like I never had somebody tell me, Hey, st- stop, relax, talk to me. Why are you mad? Why you don't why don't you wanna do this? You know what I'm saying? Why are you crying? Instead of just saying, Suck it up, what you crying for? You a boy, boys don't cry. You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise, your girl, like I did, <laughs> not knowing anything about fucking emotions and then just being nonchalant. And now I got to deal with people. Oh, you nonchalant. You don't know how to do this. You don't care. Like, yeah, I care, but I don't know how to express that I care. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I mean, and that's the problem with everybody. We, 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 we tend to be too busy to focus on other people. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's an American-centric thing. Like, the rest of the world does not do that. Don't get me wrong. They have psychopaths. They have people who go and do crazy things like the dude in Canada who killed 13 people with a bow and arrow because they can't have guns. And none of the people were prepared to protect themselves because it was so quiet and deadly because bow and arrows are relatively quiet and relatively deadly. But, you know, in America, we tend to be very self-centric, like. We don't like if if I see him wrong and I go ask him, hey man, what's what's wrong with you? Are you are you okay? And he said, man, leave me alone. Most most Americans will leave him the yeah. fuck alone, and he's really crying for help. Like he he feels like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I got this you know this coat this armor up. Like I don't want to 
I don't want to talk. So of course, when you go talk to him, he's gonna say leave me yeah, alone. He don't he, necessarily want you right, to leave right. him alone because they probably feel like if you talk to him, ain't nothing gonna change. Like yeah. usually. Yeah, that's why I'm a proponent for life skill education starting in preschool. Like we emotional intelligence, start teaching kids how to identify what's going on with them and communication skills, meditation, all of that. The whole school system needs to be reformed for real. Yeah. All of society needs to be reformed. Yeah, but yeah. it started the school. If that's something we have to do growing up and in our houses, because yeah. like what we talking about. So just yesterday, um, I stay in Arlington. Just yesterday, one of the elementary schools got shut down because a seven-year-old first grader brought a gun. And they were asking the little kid, you know, what made you do this or whatever. And he's like, well, they're always on TV. And, you know, my parents have them in the closet, so I might as well bring it and show it to everybody. And it's just like, when I think about that, think about everything that we're talking about, I'm just like, man, even in the households, kids is not being raised with somebody talking to them why because these parents probably and i'm stretching here this is a total assumption but you know they probably just want they work hard want to relax and they looking on social media or watching their own tv show and ain't spending no time with their kids everybody feel like the school systems is raising these kids is is crying for help like what y'all talking about and nobody's there for them and then they grow up to be teenagers who do reckless ass shit and wind up in the whole situation of what we're talking yeah. about. See, and it's crazy because everything that you're sitting here saying this whole time, you've been right on the money. Like, with this whole gun conversation, I just think you have a different energy and you haven't thought about the different ways we can fix the toilet, basically. Because you're absolutely right, 100%. Guns are everywhere. There are a total of 400 million guns in the United States of America. There are there are only 340 million people in the United States of America that we know about. Mm -hmm. So there are more guns in this country than there are human beings. You're not getting rid of the guns. I don't care what you do. If you like like if you push a button and all the law abiding citizens guns go away, criminals are still going to have guns like most police are still going to have guns. I mean, if you come confiscate guns, there are going to be a bunch of law abiding citizens who instantly become criminals instantly because they're not giving their guns up Mm-mm. instantly be included <laughs> and if you own a 3d printer then you're automatically going to start making a new hustle <laughs> i mean so guns are everywhere they're in the movies they're in the tv shows they're in the cartoons like i'm not saying that they should be taken out but what i am saying is we need to stop villainizing guns and the government is the world's worst at doing it because they villainize guns and then they never say anything about the movies having guns in them every movie you go to. Like the actors who get, they, they go play an action star with 10 guns and then get off the camera and say, we need to get rid of guns. Like how is, you're being hypocritical. Like Alec Baldwin, for example, he's been preaching against guns his entire career. Guns are bad. Guns are this. Guns are that. Guns are that. He he didn't bother to learn guns, gun culture, gun safety, and then he went and killed somebody on set accidentally with a gun because he was too busy villainizing guns instead of learning about them. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, at the very least, everybody should learn guns and gun safety so either you have actual facts on what you're talking about, because most people that are, that are against guns and talk about getting rid of guns or coming up with more reform and being they don't know shit about guns they don't know what they talking about a lot of them be like i'm scared of guns and stuff they just you know what i'm saying yeah (laughs) it's bad so 
at least when you know about them, you can come to me with a proper, decent argument so I can be like, huh, you know, so I can get an understanding because I might be wrong. But if the only other people who are challenging me on this topic don't know nothing about it, then you're you're going to be wrong 100 percent of the time. And the, the biggest problem with guns and young kids like that, again, your your example was absolutely right, because when I was growing up, people brought guns to my school. I know two kids brought guns to my school. Showed it to us. We thought it was the coolest shit ever. Mm-hmm. I had bullets in my backpack when I was a kid. Like AK-47 bullets. I remember shaking in my boots when the cops brought a fucking drug dog and a, and a, and a gunpowder smelling dog to our school. I had the fucking bullets in my cargo shorts. Like scared than a motherfucker. I took the bullets out of my cargo shorts. We was outside sitting on the grass in, in you know, in the fucking... Just in the middle of the fucking playground or whatever, yeah. sitting in the grass. I took every bullet out of my pocket and... Shoved them into the ground yeah. Like And then when When school was out I walked back up to the school Went to the spot I was sitting at And pulled them right out the ground And went back Went back home Criminal minded <laughs> But you only shoved them In the ground Out of fear of the cops Yeah out of fear of the cops Like like I said Nobody Nobody was around To be like You know what I'm saying Oh yeah this is bad Like don't do this And that's the problem Like they're everywhere We're already gonna have A curiosity We're already gonna have A natural curiosity The problem is We need to Teach Okay so what age do you think we should teach children about guns? Well, I mean, Four. I, I Four. think I think I think it's a case by case basis. OK, what about in my case? <clears throat> I mean, I don't really know them like that, but I probably have to be around them a little bit longer. How? How old? Six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's about, it's about a good time. I mean, if you look at the psychology of like child development, um, they're sponges from the time they're zero to five years old. So really when you think about life skills and knowledge that you want them to be rooted in, it needs to happen in that time frame. Okay. But I think with my situation is more like, it's not biologically my kid that I would be teaching this to, you know what I'm saying? But you're not teaching anything bad. So why would it matter if it's, if if it's you're, a com- it's a conversation. If you share yeah. DNA or not, like then the message you're talking about is good for yeah, everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, let me be clear. I'm not telling you to put a gun in the little child's hands and teach him how to sh- like not don't take the baby to the gun range without permission from from the parents, right? But talking about it yeah. and mm-hmm. educating about the yeah, power dynamics. It's a dun. Power dynamics. The education and power yeah, yeah. of power dynamics and and what weapons or guns should be used for and in what circumstances and what to do when you see them or if another person around you has them, you know that type of stuff. You absolutely should be discussing. Yeah, yeah. See, the curiosity behind it is what causes kids to do what she said earlier. Mm-hmm. Take them to school and stuff like that. Like I've seen videos all over the internet. Of kids in gangs, kids of all races, kids of all creeds, literally showing kids on video. Oh, I got the AK, the Mac. Like they got Draco, mini Dracos in their backpack next to their social studies book. Yeah, and they're not trying to kill nobody with them necessarily. Like, but that no one checks for this stuff. Yeah, but of course they're gonna have a natural curiosity. I think if you Give your child the understanding and show them what it is. You take the curiosity from their hands. So when somebody else be like, hey, look what I got. They're going to be like, yeah, dog, I I see that all the time. Like, if somebody would have showed me, the first time I had picked up a gun and somebody came to me with a gun, if I would have had 
prior knowledge and prior, you know, access or, or been around them more often or people, I'd have been like, yeah, that ain't nothing new. Let's go play the Xbox. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but since I didn't have that type of thing, I was fucking amazed. It was like the first time I seen a fucking prime. Like, <laughs> bro, stop doing it. Just right, say man. it. The Just, first time I seen a porn. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, let's go watch this. Like, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, it's the same effect. Like, you don't see that that often. Like, shit, I wasn't turning that down. Let me get yeah, that tape. Like on uh, Channel Hose 2. <laughs> on them old TV. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's more about education. Like, you're right. Most 10 year old kids ain't going to have access to. To go get in the car and do crazy stuff. But the ones that do, do. Because I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kids, kids, if, if they have access, they will. They will drive the fuck off. That's I know. crazy. You did well, that too, didn't you? Yeah. Well, we did Big that. Time. We unpacked that that topic. <laughs> that was by accident. Usually I bring it up. Yeah. I need it. <laughs> hey, y'all are crazy. Y'all want to do a fun topic? Well, not really fun. Down but whatever. It's kind of messed. All right, let's talk about like the LGBTQ people, right? So apparently there was this this chick on Twitter or whatever. <laughs> y'all looked at me though. <laughs> because, okay, so hold on. You both y'all was like, "Is this okay?" <laughs> oh, I was gonna talk about it regardless. So like, okay, I, I was just I'm thinking if I want to say the woman name or not. Okay, just go go ahead. Sorry. Oh, uh, so um, I think I know like Henny or something like that, right? So I guess she got sexual reassignment um surgery. You know what I'm saying? And she was talking to these guys, but didn't tell them that she was originally born mm-hmm. a man mm-hmm. and they had sex with her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now she's getting online exposing them. And it's like, they're like, oh, I knew them dudes down low, people down low, they hiding niggas down low. I'm like, does that really make them down low if they assume that she was a woman and she never told them that she wasn't a woman before? And she has a, and I've seen the pictures online because it was on fucking Twitter. And I'm like, I wouldn't even be able to tell the difference just by looking at that picture. And like, I'm like, what the fuck? Everybody in the comments is like, oh, yeah, I would never have been able to tell. So it's like, how can you expose them for something they didn't know? And then everybody in the comments is like, yeah, they gay. And like, how's that, how does that make them gay if they don't know and she didn't tell them? But at the same time, she's exposing them, which brings me to a whole topic of they want to be accepted, you know what I'm saying, treated equally and regular, but they will go and expose whoever. I don't understand that. Well, that's what I, my question was going to be around is expose what? What it, What is being exposed? I don't know. Okay. Twin, the Twitter streets ran with it. They they calling them all kind of stuff, <laughs> which don't make sense to me. Yeah, I think the biggest problem is that it's tribalism. I mean, honestly, because, but not that, not necessarily the biggest problem. The biggest problem is somebody's fucking, why, what, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, why are you trying to expose people that you decided to sleep with because whatever reason, whatever, like all you doing is making yourself infamous and you, it's going to be harder to you find harder for you to find people to mess with. Cause they you know going to be afraid right. of whatever the situation is. But another thing I don't want to necessarily, and I'm not afraid of the alphabet people at all, like 0%. I don't, I don't give a shit. But um, what I do want to say is I don't necessarily see them as, a monolith. Yeah. Like if they if if they are claiming they want equality, they probably want equality, but it's just like one bad apple or seven bad apples or three hundred, whoever whatever the number is out here doing stuff like that, that it makes it look like, you know, damn, y'all want equality, but now la la la. So I mean, I will say it's probably not all of them. Yeah, yeah. I just think it, it social media makes it more worse because they all, you know what I'm saying? You got the proof right there. You're saying like I that. just think 
Now, on that in that same regard, I just think that they should come out against that type of shit. Yeah, all of them together. Yeah, like how when, when police do some bullshit, they all should come out, but they never do. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, just listen, just trying to process it. If this person decided that they wanted to, quote unquote, out people that they was with, that sounds like clout chasing to me, because. Um, a lot of members of these identity groups, the LGBTQ plus, um, you know, they really just be chill, cool, minding their business. And people ain't out there doing all that. That's extra. Yeah. That sound like extra. And, and what makes it even what become a trending is all those people in the comments that want to go back and forth and feud. And, mm. and then now you picking at these these men who had no idea about something you know, like yeah. it, it sounds childish to me. <laughs> Twitter usually is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, some. I do a lot of work with the queer community and a lot of diversity, equity, and inclusion workshops with organizations. And I will say, trans women, especially Black trans women, they get mistreated a lot and they have so much adversity stacked against them they get paid less they get they get all kinds of abuse and bias in the workplace and as soon as somebody find out their history is it's a wrap and can you imagine having to live in in that space like you're just trying to Mm. be who you want to be and that's why i think in this example it's clout chasing yeah. because that person is an anomaly compared to everybody else in this identity group who just wants to actually be seen as a woman. And that right there, that's dang, that situation is dangerous to what you're talking about. Because if you have people like that who are now probably going to hate trans people, like if you, this one trans person exposed me or exposed my cousin or exposed yeah. whoever, like now I don't like, no trans people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm going to be mean to all trans people. Yeah, that's like what that. some of the trans women in the comments were saying, too. Like, like you, you running for everybody else. <laughs> you playing a dangerous game. Like, yeah. now you're making it unsafe for everybody. But that's another reason I don't feel like people are monolithic. Because it's weird. Like, you know, the Republicans are really anti-trans. Like, I ain't going to say all of them. But a lot of the Republicans are very anti-trans, and it's fucking disgusting. Like, you, you shouldn't care about anybody. To me, I don't feel like it's none of your fucking business. Right. Like, I don't really care. Whatever you do over there in that corner of the room, that's on you. Unless you bring it to my doorstep and we can talk about it fairly, that's cool. But I ain't, I don't care. They really just, the like I said, the Republicans really just don't like them. They It's unnatural. It's unchristian. Like, whatever the fuck. That, all that stupid-ass shit is fucking dumb. But... um. I think, like I said, one, it's a dangerous game, and two, like, it's it's unnecessary. And it's, it's again, why I don't think it's a money lift, because in the black community, because I don't know if it's hip-hop culture, I don't know where, where stems it, if it's the, you know, most, most black people are Christians in the U.S., but there's a real disdain for homosexuality. It's a real disdain for... Um, transsexuality, like you, you know what I'm saying? Is it, you automatically gonna be shunned by your homies if you even tell me about it? <laughs> respect uh, or yeah, associate yourself. Yeah, we talked about that before about a person. It was like you still cool with him because he done such. I'm like, why do I care? <laughs> like that's still my homeboy. 
If he want to do what he want to do, who cares? But then that's what they be like. Oh, you must be gay too. Yeah. And I'm like, that ain't got nothing to do. Like, why? Why do accepting people for who they are automatically makes you gay or whatever it is? Like, that's what's wrong with people. Uh, and like you said, that probably come from just the community and growing up and not being educated about shit. Well, I think that a lot of it, a lot of the black community in America, the things that we struggle through, stems back to slavery enslavement because if you think about it why else would there be such a hard stance on a lot of topics it's because of the trauma and the abuse that was endured for centuries right and we in america has not unpacked had they we they just want to jump over it and act like it never let, let's all just turn the cheek and pretend like it didn't happen and so it it lends into modern day struggles especially yeah. around equality and accepting people for who they are like especially when it comes to the trans topic i my sons um they they struggle with like if a person didn't tell me i'd be pissed you know like my son he 18 he say uh all these things and i told him i said at the end of the day if you are attracted to a person and they have the body parts that you're attracted to what's the problem i just want to know i'd want to know because i wouldn't want I wouldn't want to engage with that. But why? Like, we all yeah. need to ask ourselves, but why? If you, if we're really accepting each other for who we are, then we're meeting each other where we are in that moment, in that time. Yeah. And, and I think I, I think that we all have a lesson to learn. I, a lot of times, I, from the work that I do around um, wholeness and holistic practicing, a lot of times I've, I realize that people have a lot of problems when they look externally and they find things that they don't like. It's because that's in their inner world. So usually me and my daughter identifies as queer and uh, we make a joke. We're like, you know, homophobia is gay. <laughs> Think about it for a little yeah. while. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I kind of understand where your son's coming from, but more so on a... On a, on a practical approach Like a, log, a logistical standpoint Because if I was single And I'm not If I was single I would really be interested in knowing Yes, are you a biological woman? Because there are important things Don't just not tell me Because now Oh, I you know You, you can't give me kids Is that something that you want to know On the very first date? Yeah, I want. I mean, I not not. I mean, I I guess, sure, absolutely. I mean, but then that would be you <clears throat> passing judgment uh, against that person. I mean, it wouldn't be. It it would be me getting everything in order and understanding. Because one, why would you want to potentially deal with somebody who's not gonna like you once they find out about your truth? Like, I don't understand why would you even put yourself in that situation. If 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 I could put myself in their shoes, which I know I can't, um, I know I'm just not possible because I'm not trans. I don't have, you know, the first inkling of how they feel and what they feel like or whatever. But if I was gonna put myself in their shoes, I would most definitely tell people in, in on a dating profile to be right there in my motherfucking bio because I don't even want to put myself in a situation with somebody who doesn't know and who would pretend like we we, we on a we on a date and. I'm on a date with a person who is anti-trans than a motherfucker. I'm talking about this person is ready to death to trans people. You know what I'm saying? Like this person is a lunatic. 
Like, I'm not putting myself in that situation to where it slip up. Oh, you know, no, no, no. Are you trans? Word? I'm out. And then I leave. I'm getting shivved or, you know what I'm saying, shot or whatever the case is. Like, I don't think you nobody should put themselves in that situation. Everything should be transparent. And to me, that's in all of the dating world, 100% of the dating world, whether you're straight, gay, trans, it doesn't matter. Like, transparency is fucking everything because... Like when I when I when I take pictures on you know used to be on my dating site, I got full body pictures because I don't know you know what I'm saying I'm my 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 height <laughs> putting everything down because I don't want nobody to get there and be like oh you know by the look of your fucking beard I expected you to be six two like I, I'm not <laughs> yeah. you know people are real 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 particular about what they like people I completely understand that from a human standard like one day. You might like this or you might or the next day you might like that. But in that moment, it matters what you care about. It matters what you like. It matters what you want. So you you might reject that once you see like, have you ever been on a date and been catfished? Yeah. Yes, plenty of times. But what you're talking about is uh, you're talking about physical. So you're sitting on a date with a trans person and you don't know they're trans and physically they meet your needs. So I mean, I, I, I don't hear, know. Them. I, I hear what you're saying. Like, I'm just because you're talking about being transparent. So if we're on dating sites and whatnot. So if I'm a if I'm a trans person and I'm honest about my height, my weight, you see my pictures, I got all this stuff out there. Then you going on a date with that person, that person in a moment. And so I guess it's hard for me to connect why it would be a need for you to know on that very first time. Like, I get it if before we have sex, maybe. That's very important to you. Okay, I can start to connect that a little bit. But if I'm having to tell this to you about a past, I've clearly changed my whole body, my whole identity. And I'm I'm now in the skin and the, the identity I want to be in and I feel most comfortable in. Why the fuck am I going to tell you on the first date that, oh, yeah, I used to be this person that I hated and was totally different? Like, why would I share such? Why would I be so vulnerable with you? You see what I'm saying? Like. I mean, you you don't have to go into detail, but it's important that a person understands where you are, because a lot of people we we all we are all very very different people. It's like again, you never know what a person is going through mentally. You never know what kind of mental state somebody is in. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily want you to find out by accident something I could have told you from the beginning. I wouldn't want you to tell me. Like one, I'm not attracted to trans. Like I'm that's not that's not what I like. I like women. I'm straight, hundred percent. I can be friends with a trans person. I can go eat with a trans person. I don't have a problem. They can come on this podcast. We can do a partnership. We can do whatever under the sun, but romance is not something that I want from that. It's not something I'm attracted to. So I'm not necessarily gonna feel like you lied to me if you don't tell me, but the moment I find out I'm not gonna like you and date you in that way anyway. And if you don't tell me, I am going to feel like, you know what I'm saying, I was lied to. Like, damn, like, I, I, I'm, I'm caught I, off guard. I love that you're so honest and sure about this. And I just want to throw one more thing back out that kind of connects to something we were talking about a moment ago with the community's take, specifically the black men's take on transgender. I often think about the dynamics of feminine and masculine, right? And what it means to be a black man. You have to really sit in that masculinity and you rarely get to lean into the femininity. But 
a functional, healthy person is going to be able to balance both masculine and feminine. It's required of a man and a woman. That's how we we co-create together. So anyways, taking that topic and putting it back onto the transgender topic. Transgender men. So if I were to go and mm-hmm. become a man. I have a friend. I have a friend. I do too. They're great. Um, they're not ever having to face the shit that transgender women do. Like they, because if I were to go on a date with a transgender man and they say, oh, by the way, I'm transgender. I'll be like, cool. Show me that thing. You see what I'm saying? Like, let's do it. There's no problem. There's no, there's no discounting my femininity because I want to be with a transgender man. But when you reverse those roles, look at what happens. I think it's more so with the dudes and then like. I just think it's more of what the the penis aspect of it. That's more than what it is, you know. But what I'm a saying? transgender, a full like post op transgender woman has a vagina. And so, that's that's and so, more rare. That's way more rare than actually. It's, it's actually not that rare. Because this shit is expensive. <laughs> it is. But when you when you really feel like you're not in the right body, you gonna spend whatever it takes to be in the right body. And there's plenty, there's plenty of transgender women that have had full-blown surgery and are completely full-blown women. The only thing they can't do is have kids, right? Because they don't have a uterus. Mm-hmm. But now there's a, believe it or not, there's a surgery out there now. You can get a transplanted uterus. And so it's a whole new possibility. I'm, I'm worried about the hip structure, though. But that's a different topic. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I just think that it's, it's interesting that for men, like, it's this... I don't know. It's some, I, I, I think that it has something to do with the masculine femininity, femininity aspects because it's something for y'all that you just can't. It's like, hell no. Well, I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm the king of fence riding. <laughs> like, he'll tell you, like, I try to see everything from every aspect. Like I want friends from all walks of life. Like I'm going to look at both sides and try to come and understand everybody's point of view. Because I don't want to go into something disagreeing with you and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And if I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to do my due diligence and shut the fuck up and listen. Like, that's just how I approach everything. And like I said, I definitely have a friend. I'm not going to say his name. You know, I don't want to, you know, they gave me the permission, so I won't do that. But, you know, he done had some problems where he found out, where people found out, the women that he was dating found out that he used to be a woman and... Really? Yeah. And they didn't like it? No. Hmm. No, it was it was definitely I mean it was an issue. He engaged in, he engaged now about to be married to a biological woman, so congratulations, but um yeah, he he went through a lot back when he was a lesbian stud. Like for a long time uh cool in a fan, you know what I'm saying? Always talked about it. It was a surprise to me cuz we ain't as close as we used to be. But it was a surprise to me when I found out. I was like, "Oh shit." You know, well, you know, it's a change. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and we talked about it, had a good laugh about it or whatever, and, you know, reminisced and stuff like that. And he was telling me about his experiences. And, yeah, he, he has some ups and downs, like, more recently than not. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I guess I, it's, it's, it's back to what I was saying about pretty much every topic. It's just different for everybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say that it's easier just because I know somebody personally who had this experience. I'm not going to say it's easier or just as easy or just as hard for trans women as it is for trans men. But I do believe what you're saying is true. I do feel like more men have a problem with dating 
trans women because a lot of reasons. I think it's a lot of reasons. I think it's all stemming from masculinity. Sure, absolutely. I will not disagree because I think the main thing is, especially in the black community, I think the main thing is being judged. Yeah. Like that's that's something that that black people have a problem with all over this country. We've been judged by everybody forever. Like from the beginning of our time in the United States till today, we are constantly being judged, whether it's a woman clutching her purse or people walking across the street to be on a different side of the street from you or whatever the case is. So being judged by your own people, let me tell you, is one of the hardest fucking things. Being judged by somebody who looks like you is one of the hardest fucking things. Being judged by your own family who look like you is one of the hardest fucking things. Like, I voted for Donald Trump. Everybody who knows me Shut knows about this. Everybody who knows me vote know that knows knows about this. Like, I am not a Republican. I am not a Democrat. But your reaction <laughs> <laughs> proves my point. Like, I didn't mean to. <laughs> but it's, it's okay. I'm not. I'm I not upset mean, about I that. I didn't mean to judge you right there. I really didn't. <laughs> but well, I did. But it's guttural. It's I. You don't know how many of my family members I thought were gonna. Like, disown me. Like, step back. Oh, you Uncle Tom. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I had so many family members who don't fucking call me, who never hit me up, who never talked to me on the regular, either tagging me in groups. This is why Trump suck, man. This is why you got to, this is what, da, da, da. What's wrong with you, man? Are, are you are you really white and you not telling? Like, I had all of that. Like, I'm like, it's not a racial thing. Like it's not a political thing. Like it's it's what I I'm I'm doing what I think is best for my people. Like that's what that's the way I vote. I'm not voting <clears throat> for a person. Donald Donald Trump doesn't exist to me. Donald Trump's ideals exist to me. Like his his the the, the his structure. Like I'm not voting because I think he's the greatest president of all time. I think he's the best. I think he's going to do a better job. I think he's capable of doing a better job than Joe Biden. Sure. Like, that's why I voted for Donald Trump. I wanted to vote for the same person he voted for, but I'm like, yeah, that person's not going to fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Like, I wish more people would. Hell, I wish everybody who voted for, you know what I'm saying, would have voted that way. But Who did you vote for, can I ask? Joe Jerkerson. Oh, I don't know that one. Exactly. <laughs> I did. I voted for Andrew Yang. I would have voted for him too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to vote for anybody not, but I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just scared because I feel like, <clears throat> my bad, excuse me. I feel like Joe Biden had a good shot of winning. I was, I was terrified. My son wrote in Kanye's name. I'm dead. <laughs> him and 60,000 other people. Yeah, my son was one of those. Yeah. Yeah, um, like I, I got uncles, I got aunts, my own grandmother, like God rest her soul. Like she literally was like hitting me up, like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like I had to break it down to her and sit one on one with her and have a conversation as to why I did. And she said she understood. She still disagreed at the end of the in the in the, the, the conversation. But hell, I was at first I was kind of nervous about telling my own people, my friends or whatever. I'm like, "Am I gonna lose friends over this?" Like people, so many people. In the comments, who've never met me are saying, oh, you Trumper, oh, you this, you this, you this. I'm being judged solely based off a fucking vote. We are not supposed to vote for people. We're supposed to vote for ideals, for policies. For We're not supposed to ally ourselves with two different sides and hate each other based off a fucking idea. Okay. 
like this, it should not be this deep. And it's the same way with men in the black community. They're going to be judged. If your homies find out you slept with a trans person, you're probably going to wake up tomorrow with no homies. Yeah, but it, and I think it's more so, okay, like uh, women can go have a gay experience or lesbian experience and that's perfectly, perfectly fine. fine. Nobody cares. But if a dude does that, all right, let's just say that y'all, you just slept with, with a woman one time, right? Cool. If a dude do that, gay. It ain't no buy, no nothing. It's just, yeah. you're just straight gay. That's what it is. It's like, even though trans women be like, oh, it's not gay because I identify as a woman. No. Everybody's like, no, you're gay. Yeah. That's a dude. You're gay. You're gay. You're gay. It ain't gonna be no no in betweens. It's either you straight and you like women, like uh, natural born women, or you're gay. There's no nothing else. Hey, and yo. that's why I think black men don't go to that side. And if they do, it's probably like on the down low or something like that. And your own family members will tell you, no, nah, bro, it's cool. It's cool if you gay. But the moment they upset with you about the littlest <laughs> thing, you fucking. Yeah, yeah. Get your gay ass. Yeah. It's, it's going to come out at some point or, or, or at, in the middle of an argument, whether it's, you know, a disagreement or y'all fall out. You're going to hear it. Like your people who claim that they care about you and they love you. The moment you do something that they disagree with. You fucking Trumper. Like they're going to I mean, they're going to fucking what's wrong with you? Like it's going to happen even though you can explain this 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 is this is why I did this I just want to have the experience I just wanted to understand you know I mean, you know maybe I just want to see what it was like maybe I could have been gay I don't know like uh, I'm not but you know yeah, I tried yeah. it like no, they're not going to see that you yeah, gay, gay. <laughs> even if you try once and then never go back to yeah. it like yeah I'm, I'm even, definitely straight even if like let's just say for example I talked to a woman and she didn't tell me she was trans And like we kissed or whatever I told somebody like Oh man I kissed her and everything I didn't know she was trans Oh you gay Like I didn't fucking know Beforehand So now That's why it's like man Why even Try to even You know what I'm saying Experience that Or even Think about it If there's gonna be The outcome of it And it's easy to be like Oh just ignore everybody But shit You don't wanna be alienated By everybody you fucking know I heard that and, you know, a, a brute reality of modern day living is that a lot of what we do, especially in America, is just choosing the lesser of the evils. Everything is the lesser of the evil. And I think that goes back to what we were talking about, even with the gun violence, is that we as society, as a people, have to empower ourselves with life skills. Because think about it, all these conversations we've had, if people had the ability to not pass judgment, to not see monolithic, you know, to understand everybody's unique and to not pass judgment, we all would be able to communicate better. We all wouldn't be calling each other names and, and forcing you into a box. Because that's what y'all are talking about, right? Is somebody going to say, oh, I'm going to put you in this box because that's how I think. That's what my life and lived experience has led me to believe. So you did some shit, and now I'm going to put you in this box and, and, and call you that and judge you in that way. That's not okay. We got we to gotta do better as a people. Yeah, I think I think we got. I think it's, it's steps to be taken in every direction. We got to do better as an entire people. Like, I mean, again, all of these tribes, all of this stuff, like – Black versus, I think, all, like, I genuinely believe in my heart of hearts that has, that needs to stop. Like, and it's something that black people have bad as fuck. Like, something bad, oh, the, the white man, like, uh, yeah, okay. And then, then when I say that, oh, I'm Uncle Tom, automatically, like, no. Like, everything can't be blamed on the white man. Everything can't be blamed because the Koreans get together and, you know what I'm saying? Except for my case on my job. <laughs> 
I was just gonna say, well, you're going, you're taking it a little too far. I, no. Everything can be blamed on. Let's, it can. Let's go back to 1100 when it started. <laughs> yeah, every, everything can't be blamed. Not everything. You, like you're right. Like I mean, it's it's it's, it's uh, there are gonna be people. There honestly, there are gonna be people. I guarantee it. There are gonna be people who turn their nose up when they view this when they view this podcast. Oh, I already know. <laughs> Because yeah, you want her. Mean. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, like, hey, awkward moment for my son. Like, there are going to be people just because, and, and and this is how it should be. It should be diversity everywhere. You should never go into any neighborhood and just be like, oh, I see a black person. I know yeah, I'm good in this yeah. hood. Like, you should be able to go everywhere and feel safe. Like, that that's the problem that we live in. We all want to put ourselves in small boxes and, 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 and judge people based off the shit that they doing. Like, judge people based off, you know, who they hang, hang with. Like, yeah. If you see me, if you see me talking to the police, that don't automatically make me a fucking snitch. Yeah. Like that don't automatically mean no. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> that don't automatically make me be you know the the number one enemy in the hood. Yeah. Like if you see a black kid in your fucking class, young black kids, if you see him actually raising his hand and answering the fucking question, stop calling him a nerd. Fucking hang out with him and get smart. Yeah. Stupid. Like, but I think like like with if you go move into a neighborhood, you see a black person, you it might make you feel a little bit more better though. Some people around you like that. Yeah, I get it, I get yeah. it. But that's what I'm saying. It shouldn't have to be like that. Yeah. Like if you move into a neighborhood and it's a bunch of white people and you black or fucking Indian or whatever the case is, it don't matter. You should be like you should be able to feel safe. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. I just I make it. I think it's more like you have somebody to relate to. Yeah. Like when this black dude oh, started yeah. my job, he didn't see me at first, but he working shipping though. So like he was texting somebody as I was walking up, and I he I'm like damn they have somebody else black here. He was like man look I just texted this I guess I'm the black uh, personality out here. He said man I guess I can fix that now. <laughs> so it's like now it's three of us there, but they still working shipping. I'm the only black person in my area though. So until Monday I suppose and they hired but he an older black dude. So I wouldn't walk in and be like oh yeah because he older he like 50 years old. So it's like I can't relate to him. You know I have. I have the opposite experience. So I was I was always the the one flake of salt everywhere. Oh, salt. Yeah, salt. <laughs> just a little speckle of salt in the pepper jar. Um, so for me, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for me, when I move to neighborhoods and they're predominantly white, I don't feel safe. And so when you just said that, I'm like, how 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 is somebody who's actually got melanin in their skin supposed to feel safe if I don't feel safe? You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm not saying at all that that's what it's going to be like. I'm just saying I've been to towns that motherfuckers hopped in fucking uh, trucks with the big wheels and the Confederate flags on the back and chased us no, the fuck sir. out of there. I've been there. No, Sundowns. Yeah, <laughs> I've been there. Like. Shit, I've been at the gas station and everybody motherfucking look at you yeah. and turn their neck and watch you walk out. Dinesburg used to be like that. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I, I, I've handed the cashier the money and he look at like, put that shit on the counter. Before the pandemic and then squirted it with some anti, uh-uh. you know what I'm saying? I've, mm-hmm. I've seen it. Like, I, I, it's happened. I've, I've been in that state. But my thing is we shouldn't have to live like that. No, we should not. And I think the more people see this, the less and less... It's, it's not an overnight thing. It's never going to fucking be an overnight thing. Nothing in this life will ever be an overnight thing unless you hit the lottery and get rich and then you still going to have problems. So, But it's never going to be like that. You're going to have to work your way there, progress one step at a time. Diversity is definitely the key. 
Like if we look at our ancient civilizations, like Greek Greece, for example, they had 12 different cultures that helped build. Like they called in all these different people from Asia and Africa and it, it, far-reaching lands to help build all of their structures. And that's one of the um, greatest cities in documented history, right? Um, so there's a lot to leverage from diverse perspectives. For sure, for sure. So look at y'all over here unpacking. Got a damn moving company, ain't it? Mm-hmm. We had an hour and 31. Y'all want to keep going? Yeah, let's go. What you got? When y'all got something? <clears throat> All right, man. Let's 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 get back to the danger, man. Danger. Women, mm-hmm. please, for the love of God, pay attention to y'all surroundings. I know it's been talked about, but not enough. It'll never be talked about enough. <laughs> It'll never fucking be talked about enough. Like y'all, I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know if I've been told by some women close to me that. If y'all sit around and thought about all the danger that waits around you, y'all be fucking paranoid and shit and, you know, scared as fuck all the time. So y'all have to steal. I'm sorry. Lace yourselves up. Like It is dangerous and it's getting more and more dangerous each and every day. Maybe it's time to be paranoid. Put your heads on the swivel. Because it's, it's, it's just it's just bad, man. Y'all, y'all got to y'all gotta subscribe to somebody. I don't know who it is that's teaching you know what I'm saying? Public health and safety because they can't wait to throw y'all in a white van. I'm just be honest with you. They cannot fucking wait. I mean, they got they 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 putting the zip ties on your doors, lace with fentanyl, money on your windshield, you know what I'm saying, paper towels in your door handle. Like I I've I know more women now in my life than I've ever had today that have had an attempt where they've seen actual senior stuff or, or been paranoid that it's happening. Like y'all got to, I mean, what y'all think about that? Well, you already know I'm agreeing. <laughs> got to get the blicks. <laughs> it, it's, I mean, that's only going to go so far because if I'm walking to the car and it's, oh, I did it now. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Um, if I'm walking to the car and I'm not paying attention, like, you know, just got to pay attention, going, going straight to the car. Anything can happen to me. If I am paying attention, I still can accidentally touch something that has been put on my car that I'm not aware of, you know, and all of that's going to prevent me from getting to a gun or a knife or whatever. It just, it's, I mean, yeah, but it's still like you taking that extra stuff yeah. to be more safe, though. Yo, of course, everything. I um, I was going to, here we go. Like, everywhere I go, I have these. Right, so I can get somebody. Yeah. But even in this case, there's if you if you come at me in a certain direction, I'm not gonna be able to protect myself. Even when I have the the proper protection with Hypothetically, me. she can protect herself. Don't try it. <laughs> I mean, of course everything ain't gonna be hundred yeah. percent foolproof. But it's just taking that extra step though. Yeah. I, I just recently started MMA, just uh an MMA boxing group. It's called Fight Club. Shout out to Fight Club in Arlington. Um Shout out Fight Club. Yeah. It's really, it's fun. I started it for what we was talking about earlier as a way to release, you know, be more healthy functionally um, with anger. But it turns out there's a lot of people, a lot of women in that class that are taking it because they want to be able to defend themselves in these types of situations. I mean, but there's still one more step safer than people who ain't taking it, though. Yeah, exactly. I know. It's beautiful. It's just, I, I think a lot of us women normalize the... The In, danger, the the danger, the insecurity, like we've normalized it. It's just, uh, but I 
I can't even front. Like when I go, I always look for a door, like the, the way out. I don't like to sit in restaurants where my back is facing the entrance. I always have to be able to see who's coming in and out. Or if there's a, like the tables are too close together type of thing. I don't, I don't like to put myself in certain situations. Like it's, it's second nature to me, but you can't think we can't think like you said, you're the other women in your life. We can't go around thinking about it all the time or we won't go anywhere. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we won't. Like you gotta go. So you yeah, got. Yeah. You gotta get out and go and live your life. But you have to keep your head on the swivel. Like everything you just. It's crazy to me because there are so many women who don't do everything you just said, and you still feel unsafe. Yes. Like it's 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 plenty of women who just go into the motherfucking store. And pick a restaurant seat and sit with their back to the door and don't pay attention at all. They don't have, they think they put some pepper spray on their key and then everything's going to be all right. Mm-mm. That's not how, that's not how it works. My thing is, if you can and you're, and you're legal and you got your shit together, buy a gun. I understand there have been plenty of situations where, you know, you won't be able to get to them. There's been plenty of situations where people like me, who's well-trained, who has, who has, you know, great ideas and understandings about gun safety and practices all the time had a gun and failed and that's okay (laughs) you might fail you might get exactly what you don't want to happen but the thing is you should like he's like he's been saying you should auto you should still take that extra step it it uh uh, uh, you nine times out of ten when you go home you don't come in and just Kick up, kick your feet up, start cooking, take all your clothes off and, and kick it and leave your doors unlocking, your car doors opening, your windows down in your car. Yeah, you still lock your doors. Don't make nobody don't mean nobody can't, <laughs> can't break, break in still. Yeah. Like you, you still you, taking that step though. You you still you still uh, lock your doors and raise your windows up. You still lock the door to you, you know, your your, your place of <clears throat> your home, you know what I'm saying? Like you you still do those things, even though people can like you just said, people can still break in that shit and take it. People can still come in there and kick in your door and you know, still, you know, your TVs and everything while you're gone, but you still lock the door every time you go home. I mean, every time you leave the house and you go to your job, you still lock the door. So in that in the same case, treat you like you would treat your home, treat you like you would treat your car. Add extra steps to make it harder for people to get away. That's like what uh, somebody said, like you take all that precaution that they even protect your phone. You got a phone case and all that, but you don't even do that same shit for yourself. Exactly. I mean, <clears throat> I think... Again, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Everybody in this country should learn about guns and gun safety. Like, you should learn. Like, I heard a woman talking. Actually, and I talked to a woman recently um, about, uh, she was like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? She keep her gun and she keep it in a fanny pack. Yeah, that's not very smart. I mean, I, I understand that some people would rather keep it somewhere a little bit more inconspicuous and want is it's better than keeping it in a purse. You shouldn't keep your gun in a purse. That's terrible. Cause if they steal your purse, which nine times out of 10, it's most likely what they're going to try to steal off you first. They got your gun. Now you just fucked, but it's not really smart to keep it in a fanny pack either because it's better than a purse. But if you can't get to the zipper, you still fucked. Or if the zipper don't want to work, how many times have you went to unzip something and the shit got jammed? I mean, you just add an extra layer. Like, learn is this different? They make tons of different holsters, body holsters, yeah. leg holsters, shoulders, chest, gar- uh, garners, all of these different types of holsters. Where 
women can comfortably and safely carry a firearm. Yeah, like we were talking, we were talking that uh, with Jada or whatever. I was like, sometimes you might have to dress different if you want to take your gun. I'm like, yeah, it's the fucking hundred degrees outside, but I'm gonna wear my hoodie so I can hide my gun. Like I, I might be hot for what twenty seconds while I'm walking into and I have a store, but still, I'm taking my gun. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> and men are. It's crazy because we are less we are less vulnerable statistically and you know idealistically, but we still take the extra advantage or the extra steps or whatever. We're more cautious about these things, and we are the less of a target. We are less of a target, and I, I wish I wish I could just like. This is the one time I wish I had like some Professor X powers from from X Men where I could have like you know the ability to look at a woman and put this in her head and she can't fucking disobey, hmm. and that would be fucking pay attention to your surroundings, like protect your damn self, like because don't just say, oh I'm too small or oh it's the 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 kidnappers too fast or oh because most of these people are fucking idiots. Let's just be honest. Most of these people throwing people in vans and lacing their cars and they're they're fucking idiots. They ain't fucking. Uh, Mission Impossible 3 They ain't fucking Tom Cruise and shit Like these motherfuckers are dumb and shit They just trying to They're miserable They trying to get a, come up in life You know what I'm saying Sex trafficking and all that shit They don't know how to do anything else in life So you could probably get the one up on them A lot of people escape A lot of women escape these situations When By just not contacting Just not coming in contact with people That you don't know Like a lot of the times Women will be involved in these kidnap situations where they lure other women. Like, hey, can I use your phone? Please, my kid is blah, 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 blah. No, go in the gas station. There's one right there. Like, a lot of times these women will come to another woman, asking they use their phone, and then once they got their phone, the dude who, who, who's helping them slide up, throw them in the van, who you going to call? You ain't got your phone. She, you gave your phone to the woman already. Like, I mean, you ha- you have to be more... Self-centric, but that's easy for Americans. You just got to yeah. pay attention. I mean, it's, it's, it's a dangerous game <laughs> hey, to play. I still be like, I ain't helping nobody for real. <laughs> that's that's my everyday struggle because I feel like I'm put on this planet to help people. Mm-hmm. And, and then my paranoid mind come in like, this is a setup. Yeah. Everybody's out here to set me up. It's an everyday struggle. I think it's, it's more like using more discernment on the situation to know, you know what I'm saying, and when you can help somebody. Like like people on the side of the road, you know, you never know. They might be a setup, but it might not be. But it's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not trusting none of them because you never know might might run up on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, why you out here at seven o'clock at the stoplight? Come on, man. That's that's fucking that's robbery one on one at the stoplight seven o'clock nighttime. Yeah, no. And, and and let's just be honest with each other. Let's be honest with ourselves. Ninety percent, at least, at the very fucking least. I'm pretty sure the numbers higher. But 90%, at the very least, of adults who probably own cars have phones. Like, if they have car trouble, nine times out of ten, they can call somebody. They call the police. <laughs> at the very <laughs> least, they, the damn, the, they got the how they got the four one one damn number on the side of the highway for whoever you want to call for. You know what I'm saying? Tow trucks and stuff like that. Like, uh, people don't just be stranded all the damn time. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the old wild west or whatever And they missing a wheel off their wagon It's not that no more Like there's plenty of options and plenty of choices Like you just Sometimes you just gotta be about about yourself When it comes to these things Bro so we went to the mall what Was it like two weeks ago right Probably last week I don't know So we walk in uh, Irving Mall You know where uh, I'm trying to think Where the, where the Firestone Jones is We get on that yeah. exit In the entrance 
walk in, bloom, 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 bloom. I just happened to just look to my right and in, in, uh, the journeys. It was a dude. He was just staring at me. I'm like, what the fuck he looking at? Because I said to him, I'm like, what the fuck he looking at? So we walk around while we shopping. We was in there for like an hour and a half. We get down there by uh by Champs or whatever. Bro, this dude come out of nowhere. Hey, um, I lost my wallet. You think you can uh, help me with $10 uh, cash out? I'm like, if I wouldn't have looked over there at him, because he had the journey's little tag on and everything, I'm like, you know, he probably worked there. But if I didn't happen to look at him when I first came in, staring at us when we came in, I'd probably be like, yeah, bro, you know what I'm saying? He go 10 bucks right with the cash out. Nigga could have been a scammer or anything, because why are you walking? You happen to come way in the back of the mall. We way in the back. You spotted me out to ask for some money. I ain't see you ask nobody else. I'm like, nah, this this got to be a setup. I'm like, nah, man, no, I'm like, I'm like, she might even have to argue over this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, and that and that and that, that hasn't even been my focus. Scams and stuff, that ain't even been my focus. I've been focused on you know keeping women protected and safe and all of this and yeah. that light. But dude, I've watched. I I never told you about this, but um, oh, I think I did tell you about this when I went. You to didn't the, tell me. We, well, whatever. When we went when I we lived in Irving, uh, we was roommates in Irving or whatever. Uh, the QT around the corner on uh, whatever that street, Beltline. So we was there. Um, I pulled up, you know, going to get gas tank on E. All drinks on me. Wipe me down. A lady raised her window down and was like, "Hey, can I can I get some um, gas? I, I really I really need you and my kids here. We we need a place to stay." And I'm like, "Huh?" <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, I, I I just need some gas and." If if whatever extra money you can spare, because we gonna try to get a hotel room. I'm I'm here from, blah 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 state, and my daughter got into an argument, and put me and and the kids out. So, yeah, it's it's real bad. And I was like, huh. okay, yeah. Let me let me go in this. Let me let me. I'm gonna go in the store, or whatever, and I'm gonna get some change. I actually come back out. I give her ten dollars. Yeah. So I jump in the car, I leave, I go to Popeye's across the street. I literally watch this woman ask so many fucking people. Hey, them hotel rooms is expensive. <laughs> she asked. You got to get a suite, man. So many kids. She asked so many people for money. She was out there. The sun was up when I pulled up. I'm dead. Yeah, it was like money. five something. Give me that loot. I stayed, you, I don't know where the fuck you was. You weren't even at home when I got to the crib. But the sun was up. It was after work. We was working five to five or whatever. Like, the sun was up. She stayed out there to after the sun went down. I said, damn, I'm hungry. I went to Popeye's. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled back up in the same spot, and I watched her. She literally gassed her car up, went down the street. So I followed her. You little creep. Yeah, I was just say that. <laughs> I followed her. She went to another, <laughs> she fucking went up for a scam. She went to another motherfucking gas station and started asking for more money. Yeah, she got to stay at least a month. I said, damn, <laughs> got got not a month. I said, damn. <laughs> I said, I ain't telling nobody about this. Extended stays, man. She 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 got she got she came up that day. And it's, the, it. the crazy part is, uh, when I when I went to hand her the little ten dollars that I gave her, she was like, uh, uh-uh, hand it to the baby. It smelled like dirty diapers. It's like she was she grabbed all the dirty diapers in the house that they had mm-hmm. and put them in a bag and then stuffed them up under the seat. Like it smelled so bad in that car. And I'm like, uh, she the kids playing a motherfucking game. I'm like, yeah, they 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 po po children. Mm-hmm. Like 
I, I mean, a part of me literally want to call the motherfucker child protective service. But she getting the money, so when she leaves, she can go buy all the diapers and things that yeah, she needs. You feel me? Scam. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like that one's a scam. That's just a lady who is homeless and ain't running. Like, she <laughs> no. irresponsible. That's an irresponsible-ass no. woman. That's all that was. <laughs> no, that woman was scamming. No, nah, because imagine, imagine what it do to your... To your pride and your ego and your self esteem, having to beg all day, like oh, even didn't. even if you are cold, even if you have no fucks in the world, even if you addicted to drugs, that still do something to you. I don't care who you are, that's gonna do something to you to be begging. That's how they get you. When I pulled, <laughs> when I pulled up, her tire was flat. I asked her about the tire. She said, "Yeah, I had a blowout." When she left to go to the next gas station, she aired the fucking tire with the free air from QT. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look. <laughs> Yo, I, I, I ain't even mad at the lady. She get out the she car. Hustling. She get out the car at the next gas station. Take a I key. So suspicious. Take a key. <laughs> take a car key and let the air out the same tire. That's crazy. I sat there for a minute. And I was like, oh, she she got me. I ain't telling nobody about this shit. But I just still don't think that's a scam because a scam. because scam. all of us get to choose. We get to choose whether we want to give this lady money or not. We do. We get to choose whether we're going to give her any money. A scam is when somebody actually getting over on you. You're not. She choosing. did get over. She did get over. That's not getting <laughs> she over. She got over. Yeah, you give me. Look. You donated on your own free will <laughs> to that lady. You donated to her. Okay, but when uh, a motherfucking goddamn person called you in oh from Africa and asked you for <laughs> not motherfucking Africa. twenty dollars to to bless your house with a holy Bible or the word or some <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you send them your money. You you donated it freely because yeah. you wanted to do something kind. That's different. She asked for the money versus trying to come up with a side story yeah. with a flat tire. With a flat tire, saying she had, she didn't say I let that's my she didn't say I let my air out in my tire with the car key, and that's why I got a flat tire. She said I had a blowout <laughs> on the way here because <laughs> she wouldn't even pull. She, I didn't pull up, and she just happened to be next to me. I pulled up, and she was already sitting yeah. back away from the away from the front of the store. So when I pulled up, she seen the Corvette is what it was. Mm-hmm. I pulled, <laughs> I pulled up, and she pulled right next to me. And then she pulled over there, and I, and when I, I was like, let me go. Get, I didn't even see it. I seen the car, you know, tipping back and forth. <laughs> I didn't even see it till I came back out the hand of the money, and I looked at the um the tire, and I was like, shit, what's up with your tire? I had a blowout on the way in. I'm, I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get a, a new tire too with my hotel room. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right, that, she that. got good practice. That's what it was. She just has good practice. She knows how to get to people's heartstrings. Fuck, 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 and scam better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, y'all win. She scammed. Yeah, she scammed hard. Because I literally like, all right, you know what I'm saying. I'm. I just want to. I got nothing to do with my life today. Can't believe you followed her. Fuck yeah, I followed her because it was too. Fu- <laughs> it was too fucking suspicious. I'm just sitting there like, shit. She was like, donations, <laughs> donations. Donations. Yeah, where they at? Can I, can I get ten dollars? Yeah, man, don't fall, don't fall for the scams and watch y'all car doors, man. It's getting bad out here. Hey, I think my tire low too. <laughs> hey, I don't know what to tell you. He don't want giving out the monies. No, nah, that was <laughs> three years ago. That was three years ago. Oh, so now, now you got a cold heart. She turned you back to the old you. You don't give no money to nobody. <laughs> nah, honestly, 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 I stopped giving money to homeless people and stuff like that before that. 
Like unless I come up with like a, a, a giveaway or a drive myself personally where I know where the money's going, I'm not donating to anybody. Well, except the St. Jude's Children Research Hospital. And and I don't know people be like, yeah, they could be scamming too. I don't give a fuck. They definitely are. <clears throat> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All I see is they letting. They could be. They could be sitting oil buying oil with that money. I don't care. All I see is they actually do take cancer patients that are children, and they give them treatments. They do that. I don't give a fuck what they're doing on the side because that's what I'm giving my money to. That's what the kids said when you was following her. You're under surveillance. <laughs> <laughs> they giving they giving ten percent of that money to the cancer patients. Probably, the rest, but the rest of it go to the CEO. A lot of these kids, they cancer have been going into remission. They have good turnabouts. Ten percent of they, them. I mean, <laughs> that scam make you feel good. That's all you gotta say. Yes, yeah. it, absolutely. I don't. I, I can't say it's a scam because I don't fucking know. I didn't follow. The, I didn't follow the CEO of, of Danny Thompson, Danny Thomas. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't. I ain't do that. But like I said, those kids get somewhere to stay. You they ain't the having kids. to pay for it. You love the kids. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Absolutely. I only. I only give. Um, beggars food uh, yeah. or a gift that's what they, that's card that's what they say they say you should just get them sometimes I just be having like five dollar subway cards and stuff yeah I just give them that. see the reason I stopped giving money in the first place was I went to Chick-fil-a um they gave me an extra they gave me a chicken sandwich when all I was eating salads and I was on a strict diet at the time and I also <clears throat> pulled up to the the stoplight and the dude was like, um, can I have some money or whatever? And I was like, hold on, give me a sec. I'll be right back. So I went to Walmart. I got him some grapes and a Mountain Dew and a bottle of water. And I went in my bag and got him that sandwich. Well, it was a route on the way home from work every day. The exact same spot where I gave him those grapes and that sandwich and those drinks, all of that shit was sitting on the cork on the curb. Nigga <laughs> said, I, I literally pulled up at the same stoplight. You know, the, the light didn't turn green that day. Same, just like yesterday, it turned red when I pulled into it. And I looked to the <laughs> left, and I seen that same bag of grapes full, just like I gave it to him. All right, I'm finna get disrespectful <laughs> in this motherfucker. The bag, the bag of Chick Fil A, the sandwich, the little white bag was stapled shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Had the receipt on there. That's funny. And the drink, the he drank half the Mountain Dew, and yeah. the water, the bottle of water was gone. Yeah, nigga, he asked for money. He asked for food. <laughs> you talking about? Yeah, exactly. So take that for data. Yeah, give he, my man the money, his, like you said. His sign said, uh, "Need need money for food." Can he I, wanted crack. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he you wanted. Want, you was talking about the wrong kind of food. He wanted yeah, meth. He, want, he wanted that dog food. <laughs> the food food, man. All right, let, let's let's change gears. How about that? Y'all cool with that? Yeah, I ain't got a car. Let's change gears. You got a car? You want to change gears? Yeah, we can change gears. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. Let's change the topic because uh, Levar Ball can't come on ESPN to this day because he told <laughs> he told Molly Karam let's switch gears. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funnier to me than what it really is to everybody else I see. But anyway, I don't know sports reference. Sorry, I'm dead. He don't either. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I'm talking about LeVar Ball oh, I'm going to say whoa like, Look at me I listen to all the sports podcasts I know all that shit I'm big you need I'm big D in these streets Don't ever say that Alright <laughs> You trans? Big trans What's up? 
<laughs> Ask the question. We here all day. Anyway, all right, look. Every day. <laughs> what advice would y'all give to young men, young, young men out there who trying to shoot their shot? Just do it, man. Only thing I can say is no, but don't be. Elaborate. Please. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's the best way to do it, ain't that right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That worked for me once. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just walk up, you know what I'm saying? Ask him what's your name, what's your size, you know what I'm saying? Like Biggie said. <laughs> That's what Biggie said. You're a woman. How would how, yeah. how would you like to be approached? We already by, had this you know conversation. Yeah, but you know we didn't have a woman that time. You know we had Wayne. The- <laughs> <laughs> you know what Wayne said? Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I feel. I feel. That. I feel. Yeah, when she saying. see me, she's gonna want to go. <laughs> I'm the most handsome nigga on this podcast. I'm the sliced bread. That's what he said. <laughs> All right, go. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> two thoughts. First, two thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> two thoughts. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. Women are different every day. We wake up a new version of ourselves every day. Tell me about it. So, if you're asking the version of me today, I would say, take your shot every time you get one because. What's the alternative? You don't take, you'll never know. Like the worst that can happen is you get shot down. That's the worst that could happen. But I will tell you, some days I'll entertain some shit. Other days I'm not in the mood to entertain some shit. So depending on how you catch me will determine the success rate of you shooting yourself. So how, how would he approach you? Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, hey, can I get to know you? Can I get your number? Does that work? Or is it, can I take you on a date? I can't even tell you the amount of shit that I've heard. I've heard every single thing. and It's depending on how you feel in that day. It literally depends on how I feel. Because sometimes I'll take some shit disrespectfully. And you, even though they didn't mean it that way, yeah. I'll just be like, nah, that's some fuckboy shit. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> um, other times, I'll. It, it may even be the same sentence. It's just a different day. I'm in a different mood. And I'll listen to it. It just depends. So just shoot your shot. Yep. Don't be disrespectful, huh? Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> you know, I I always think that it's really funny when men think of the corny pickups, like the "you must be tired because you've been running through my mind all night" type. That them corny things, there that shit makes me laugh, <laughs> like for real. And if you can make me laugh, then I'll be like, "All right, what's your name?" You know, you can tell me your name, and we can maybe if you make me laugh twice in a row, real quick, like Dang. say another dumb. Stupid corny thing. You hear that, Theopolis? Make her make her laugh. I'm just saying. Yeah, Theopolis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? He's That's, talking to the young man. The yeah, this is his name. This is name. <laughs> Y'all are funny. <laughs> well, how? No, that's Theo. <laughs> Big D in these streets. Yeah. <laughs> Big D. Five, 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 five. Yeah. <laughs> He ain't heat, but do women viewers, shoot their shots though? Do in Texas they do. They do. Very much so. I don't know. He he got bad experience. I don't know. I felt like when you I you never was, had it. Oh my bad. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I felt like when I was younger, um, I was just kind of 
I was just kind of manish, so I didn't really talk. I used my hands a lot. And, and it was what you did? Different. You did that? Yeah, I'd just be like, you know, you got to fill somebody up real quick. You just got to be like, can I work with this? And I'm mm. And you I just touch on them. Touch on them a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that yeah. worked well, but you know, I don't shoot yeah, shots. Yeah, we, we no can't more. do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Absolutely, you could not. Absolutely, you um, could not. Sir, come with us. Right. <laughs> yeah, and some hands and some more shit. You can catch a lot of shit. Sir, come with us. That's ridiculous. So tell me more about the lines that have been shot at you in Texas. I want to hear some yeah, lines from women. Sir, come with us. Let me see your ID. <laughs> Diopolis? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> um, no, nah, I mean they they wasn't like women 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 definitely operate different than men. Let's not even debate about that. They wasn't like girl, you know what I'm saying? Are you from Tennessee? Cause nah, they wasn't on no bullshit like that. They ain't come up with nothing like that. It wasn't nothing like you know big deals and nothing like that. They was just like oh, you know what I'm saying? Hey, how you doing? Regular conversation, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you single? Yeah. Okay, you tired of being single? Something like that. Or a girl shot a shot literally at me in traffic. Pulled up to me at the red light, told me to raise down the window. And she, I, I told her, I can't. I'm sorry. Down. I can't. And she was like, and then she just pointed at her ring finger. And I said, yeah, because I was in a relationship at the time. Different relationship. And... She was like, oh, okay. And then um, I'm reading her lips. She was like, you know, you are so handsome. And I was like, oh, you know, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? One time I was at dinner with the family. You sound crazy as a motherfucker. I was at dinner with the family, mainly my dad's side. This guy's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Please. None of this happen. All of this is cap. Oh, uh, one thing I know, he lies a lot on this podcast. So. What you want me to put that on? I don't have to put it on anything. I, I, he lied he li- a lot on his podcast. Like, all his stories be capping. Oh, my God. You trying to influence the new girl. I'm just saying. <sighs> anyway. It sounds plausible. I mean, anyway, it uh, With the family, I was out with the family, and I didn't even know. My sister was, like, like tapping my hand, like, like and I'm like, well, what, did, what the fuck are you tapping me for? And she was like, and she pointed to the girl, and the girl literally was trying to. Oh, you cute. She was working at the at the fifty fourth Street restaurant or whatever. You said this happened at Denny's. Come on, man. I'm come on, man. Stop, <laughs> Stop that. But yeah, women women here. I'm I'm not gonna say like everywhere you go in the Dallas Fort Worth area, women just shoot they shot all mad crazy. But again, I've lived in Missouri. I've lived in Illinois. I've lived in Tennessee. None of those places I've ever seen a woman shoot her shot. Like I said on this very podcast, most of the time when women shoot their shot, this is what it looks like. A stare, right? I was going to say, I'll stare at somebody. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I got someone's face. I, I told you. Me, me, googly eyes. I've told the young fellas before, and that's the last time we had this conversation, I told them, men shoot your shot because women's idea of shooting a shot is... A stare or a hair flip or you know they double took they've been looking at you all night that's the sign like you do, this shit ain't that easy to read like especially when you dumb as shit you a male you got <laughs> testosterone like you know what i'm saying like you ain't gonna understand what with, with this little you know tap on the nose you know what I'm saying? you ain't gonna get this stuff this is tap on the nose <laughs> She had to test it out. You see it. <laughs> I don't know. That's like you mean coke to me. I've seen this because I have 
I have legit female <laughs> friends who I've talked to, and I'm like, I've literally been sitting out eating with them, and they go, "I just shot my shot at him, you know? Why ain't he saying nothing back?" And I'm like, "What? I didn't, I didn't see you fucking do shit." Did she tap the nose? She was like, "Yeah." I was like, <laughs> "She said, yeah." I was like, "Uh." Uh-uh. You could be tired, isn't you? Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what What is that shit? Uh-uh. I raised my chin up real high. Yeah, trying to see something better. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it's bad out here. Like, fellas, I guess my advice to the young fellas out here: be confident. Women love that shit. And say please. Never, never do that. I did that once. In case y'all don't remember, he was sitting across from me. I asked the girl for her number. Did she say no? Yes, she said no. And I said please. (laughs) (laughs) And she smiled really hard and still said no. And he laughed real hard. (laughs) That was I supposed to do, not laugh. That's no. just funny. And I laughed real hard. Did I not? <laughs> it don't matter. Uh, look, see, I, I can't eat. Don't join know. in on your la- on, on the laughter on you. You sit there and you be embarrassed. You let me laugh for you. That's nothing to be embarrassed about. No, I wasn't embarrassed. You I mean, embarrassed. again, that's yes, you should. If you say please, that's funny. I would have laughed too. That and was, you would have still was, said no. But it's entertaining. <laughs> don't entertain. Don't. No. Entertaining. <laughs> Now she going in the kitchen Tell everybody you said please That's fine Maybe the next girl will come out and say What if the cook come out and be like hey what's up man I'm gonna be like I want your number Uh uh Like yeah you know what I'm saying I'm that big trans thing What's poppin He ain't trans I am What's poppin Okay he say what's up then Let's go Let's get get in the back right here Let's do this And put this pancake batter on you Uh uh (laughs) Yeah But anyhow why? Why? What? You ain't even telling what restaurant we was at. They don't even know what pancake batter means. I don't even remember where we was at. It's, it's wild. <laughs> if you don't really, if you truly don't remember where we was at, as well, you said pancake batter because we was at the IHOP. I was thinking Denny's. I don't know. We was at the International well, House of Burgers. But anyway, my advice to the young fellas out there, if y'all watching this, man, be confident. Number one, women love that shit. Like, don't go up there. Um, please <laughs> don't 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 look away. Look at the floor. You know what I'm saying. Some women might find that attractive, but nine times out of ten, most women are gonna be like, "Yeah, you scared." Honestly, just just walk up, pull out a stack of money, throw it in the air, and you, twirl her around, and be like, "This could all be yours." But you, then pick it up and walk off, and then she'll chase you. That part you might get some attention. <laughs> Ain't nobody chasing you. Ain't nobody chasing you. <laughs> You might get some attention if that happens, but it's not going to be the right attention, fellas. Don't do that shit. <laughs> it's going to be that dude that asks for $10 down there. Oh, yeah, that's what we doing. And, 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 and ladies, if some dude <laughs> approach you and throw some money on the ground and say, this could all be yours, walk away because it's laced with fentanyl. <laughs> they had both of them to pass out right there. Well, he got he got he got them gloves on, you know, them, them, seat, them, them invisible joints. You know what I'm saying? They, they hard to see. Like ladies, if he throw money, movie set. If he throw, <laughs> if he throw money on the ground, walk away. Walk away. It's not good for you. Or you could just, you know, what I'm saying, scoot it with your feet. No, sir. Uh, to the fountain, they get it washed up. So, I, yeah. I don't think it worked like that. Probably you don't know. I don't think it worked like that. You don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You're just gonna wash it off. Look, yeah. we ladies, we know y'all love Fenty, but this ain't the right kind. Walk oh, away. Yeah. Hey, grow up. We walk don't away. <laughs> It's a different kind of Fenty, G. Be out. <laughs> Be out. Rihanna would not endorse that. It's too bad. You shouldn't have <laughs> picked that name. I don't care if it is your name. <laughs> anyway, 
Be confident again. Number two, approach women without having any type of motives. Like, the problem is when y'all young dudes are approaching women, and this was my problem too, you're trying to force something. You got to let shit be organic. Like, you already come in and you're falling in love with an idea instead of the person. You're not even taking your time out to get to know the person. So you're coming in with these preconceived notions of what could be. You're already, inve- you already in, uh, imagining your picket fence with your two kids and all of that shit, and you don't even know if you're going to like this person. So just enter every situation like you're trying to be friends or – and. Don't be out here talking. About, let's just start off friends. Like just, just don't. I was just gonna say that. Stop trying to force friendships. Too. Stop trying to force <laughs> friendships. Walk in with zero motives. Approach a person. Hey, you know what I'm saying? How are you? How's your day? I know you don't like them type of questions, but yeah. motherfuckers don't know you. They don't know where you coming from. These are the questions you gotta ask if you mm-hmm. if you're naturally funny. Like you know, do your thing. Do the same thing you do with your guy friends without being an asshole. Do those type of things, man. Women find that. Very, you know what I'm saying, attractive, like she said, like if you can make her laugh, you know what I'm saying, you in there, whether you're looking for a friendship, whether you're looking for a relationship and all of that, just try to go in with no motives. And if it's if it's you and your homeboy, women really love when like you body slam your homie right there in front of, you know what I'm saying? No. And <laughs> don't listen to him, young dudes. Like he he not he not he's not interested at all in helping y'all. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to help them get to their ultimate goal. You feel me? No, he's trying to turn you into the ultimate warrior. Like it's not, it's not happening. Again, again, again. Hey, that's what that just said on Twitter. It said, "Uh, why my homeboy just pulled out eight thousand dollars and body slammed me in front of some chicks?" The homies always got to show out. That's yeah. Don't huh, tell me about it. Again, do not <clears throat> go into there with no confidence and don't go into there with, you know what I'm saying, motives like you're already ready to build something. Like, approach her, just be friendly, just be nice, just come off, you know what I'm saying, respectful, and see where it goes. You, you'll read the vibe real soon. Like, you're going to know if you're getting the vibe, you're going to know if you're getting the feeling, you're going to know if she's fucking with you or not. Um, if she say no is the number three and the most important thing. If she say no, no. Walk off. Walk away. You don't got to get mad. You ain't got to body slam her instead of your friend. Like, just walk away. Like, some of y'all some of y'all get these no's, man, and y'all want to act like it's the end of the world. Y'all want to act like, you know what I'm saying, you ain't going to never get a chance. There's plenty of women out there. Somebody's going to like you. Somebody's going to like you eventually. So keep that, keep that same energy and walk off. And a lot of the times, I'm going to be honest with y'all, a lot of the times, a woman will like you more if you walk away. If you're not showing her that you're not chasing her or begging, please don't do it. Also, a lot of y'all biggest problem is when y'all get a no, you want a man, you was ugly anyway. Don't do that shit, bro. Right. Like, if she say no, that don't mean you ugly. That don't mean she don't fuck with you. That don't mean anything. It just means no. Maybe right now she just got out of a relationship. Oh, and stop doing that weird shit that... When they give you the number, calling right there on the spot. They might have gave you a fake number. They don't feel safe. Like, I hate when niggas do that shit. Yeah, like, now you, now, yeah, now you putting the extra little, you know what I'm saying, fear on her or whatever. It, just just don't do it. Like, take that note and walk away. Maybe down the line, maybe down the line, y'all be in the same place again, or y'all know somebody, know somebody, and then y'all come back around to the situation. But for sure, if you call her ugly, 
she's going to hate you <laughs> forever and it'll never fucking come back around to that to that point in time where you actually get a second chance at it like just be respectful you know what i'm saying i'm sorry to you know what i'm saying that i messed up your time you know what i'm saying have a good day i appreciate you for you know a couple seconds or whatever thank you and just walk off be smooth keep your keep your head high it's it's, it's plenty of women and it's, it's plenty of fish in the sea plenty of women out there and if you turn around, like I said, it, it may be a second chance down the line somewhere. Y'all might bump into each other and she'd be like, oh, you was that real nice guy that approached me. La, la, la. How you doing these days? You know what I'm saying? Are you single? She might shoot a shot at you. You just never know. You know what I'm saying? Just don't be on that whole shit. But that's that's pretty much it, man. Be confident. Have zero motives because, you like, again, you pain, you you living through this fucking idea instead of what's really happening. You never know the vibe. This person can end up being your best motherfucking friend instead of the person that you were supposed to be with and all that. And then she might be your best friend and then become the person that you were supposed to be with. And number three, just walk away, man. Accept rejection as a viable option because you just never know what happens down the line. But that's it. That's my advice. I like your slogan. Don't be on the whole shit. It's great. <laughs> Great slogan. I don't like that. I don't curse. So I'm a Christian, and that really made me feel some type of way. <laughs> See, now he just said I'll be the one that's lying on the podcast, and then he just go and lie to the world. I'm done with y'all. Y'all got anything else? No, I need a bio break. <laughs> All right. Well, we're done. You know what I'm saying? Episode, uh, what was when I say? 33, 4? It's one of them. Hope y'all enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? We'll be back. Oh, and Thank I. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Real Black Podcast, man. Yeah, I don't know what that shit is. I forgot to do the drops, too. Black Visionary Podcast. Black Visionary Podcast. New the Swanee. New Gifted Visionary. Nuri. Nuri. Nuri O'Black. And. That is so suspicious. <laughs> <laughs>
Cover that ice, you'll think I sponsor the Melf Lab. Up in the price on a private jet, I got jet lag. I spit this shit, they gon' hit your heart like a chest pass. And I got love for the streets, but I couldn't stay up. I told her, wherever he play, he gotta lay up. I got some niggas dead and gone, I took a whole nother path. Came home from my first mission, took a blood bath. Ran up a ticket like a citation. I'm probably quiet, cause I'm just checking niggas' vibrations. Came back to bust it down with them project babies. Back when we was robbing everybody but the candy lady. I remember beefing with my cousin, that's my nanny, baby. Shit crazy. Anybody cross you No family support So I was feeling like a foster Nobody talk about the wins and the losses No more They only love you when you up But it's too late for that Kill my little brother Just be patient You gon' pay for that I heard they trying to catch me on the phone To build a case with that They caught him slipping Now he on that shit That blend with lace with that I am not a moon And when we die I'm hoping we die Stronger, make me stronger, make me stronger. Stronger. Ooh. Thank God, thank God, thank God. Thank God. 